don't know if you guys have heard, but the biggest free agent acquisition since LeBron's decision to go to Miami uh, was announced yesterday. Well, not the announce of where this free agent is going, but just that w- the team that she is leaving. Uh, apparently, Tiana Trump tweeted out that her contract with uh, Vixen is uh, up, which now leaves us with the greatest free agent summer since LeBron left Cleveland. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that segment. I, yeah, that just well. I, one, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> chop up some of it for the intro, obviously, right? Yeah. Now, if we get sued, we get sued. It it, it is what it is. But I'm going out all swinging. Right. All right, as long as you're fine with it, I'm fine I'm, with I'm it. fine with it. Right, honestly, cool. I'm just hey man, we're in a time of no sports. Cut me some slack. Yeah. All right. Hey, ain't no judgment over here. Don't you guys me. are not perfect out there, at listening world. All right. Uh, I'm definitely not perfect. Guys are do not judge, all right? Because there's some skeletons in your closet too, all right? Okay. One yeah. of the coldest statements that David Stern ever made. I know where all the skeletons are because I put them there. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 39 of the Sorry Toby Sports Pod. This is quarantine pod number eight, which means it has been two months of us doing these quarantine pods, which is uh, crazy to think about. But um, I mean, as you saw, April went by pretty quickly. So, I mean, let's just hope everything gets back to normal soon. It's me, John. I'm here with uh, just friend JT to my left and uh, domestic West to my right. We're back another week. We've, yeah, we're really, like, we're stuck, but we're really almost in 40 episodes, man. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. We're not that, we're really not that far off from a year. What, end of August, I think we started? Uh, Yeah, end of August, middle August, something yeah. like that. But, um... This is the first time during an intro you guys were quiet. This is weird. Well, I mean, because you said I got, you know, just a friend JT to my left and Domestic West on my right. You switch it up, too. I, I always say it like that. No, no, no. But you always say it like that. But, you know, you say. Oh, like, I did it quick? Yeah, you did it like, ha, ah, ah. oh, ha. Yeah, well, JT kept, was then just you, sitting there on his phone. And then you kept talking. And I was like, okay, he's on, a, he's on a roll right now. And you forgot to introduce, you know. The best oh, sound guy exactly. in the land. You're right, you're right. Yeah, I know. How could I forget? I was just watching him take the take down the timestamps. Yeah, see, I don't know this, but Matt sends me timestamps of our segments. Yo, but that's why he's the best. Yeah, he is the best. He is the best. <laughs> yeah. So as normal as each Tuesday, we are at Regrown with Matt, the Sorry Toby Sounds man. But um, wedding picture from Ahmad Rashad. Nah. Who his be- who his groomsmen were? Wait, was Michael Jordan one of them? No. Oh, it okay. was OJ Simpson and uh, oh, what's his name? The guy. Wow. Why am I blanking on his name right now? Bill Cosby, sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Crazy. It was, <laughs> That's tough. So somebody was like, so somebody tweeted it and was like, you know, you got kind of takes you aback the questionable, uh, you know, characters that he had at his, you know, wedding. And then while Rashad replied, it was like, well, questionable from, you know, when? Because at the time, they were pretty upstanding citizens. Yeah. You know, this is before OJ. I think it was like right when he just got into the league, and then when Bill Cosby was. Amar Rashad's been around for a while. Then, damn! Can you imagine yeah. having that much access to Jordan that you're just chilling with him in his car on the way to a playoff game? Yeah, like you don't get that type of media access nowhere. I mean, but then again, you got to think. What's to call it? Um, in the series, he didn't want to talk to no media, but he did a whole sit down with Amar Rashad in the sunglasses. Yeah, with the sunglasses on some chill shit. 
I didn't mind it. Everybody was like, ah, he got sunglasses on. I was like, that's chills. Very chills. No, nah, but it's like if you're out here to talk about uh, if you have a gambling addiction or not, <laughs> like it comes off a little wild. Yeah, nah, I don't does. have a gambling problem. I can stop whenever I want. That is the that is the number one line that an addict says. Yeah, not <laughs> I don't. I don't have a drinking problem. I honestly, I, I can stop whenever I want. I right. just choose to have two 12 packs in a day. Yeah. But if I want to, I can stop. Honestly, that's a fact. Do it right now. I mean, I don't want to. So just, it, it's, it's good though that the fucking documentary bringing to light that um, this like Michael Jordan was under media scrutiny at some point because people always be like, "Oh, Jordan ain't never had to had to go through nothing." Oh, the media love Michael Jordan. Nah, bro, you see shit. Bro, they came at him heavy. They was I'm about to say, oh, oh d. Y'all and think they, Horace? They was hanging from his nuts. Y'all think it was Horace? That snitch? Yeah, gotta be. I I agree gotta with be. B J Armstrong. There's no way it could have just been him. No, yeah. No, it's it's never just one person. Yeah, there's always a be. there's always a collective guilty. That nigga yeah. is guilty. Guilty, so? guilty, guilty. Yeah, I, I believe that that, I believe right. he was jealous. <laughs> I definitely think that he was out here like, yo, I've I've been out here with Jordan and Scotty too, but no yeah. one talking about me. I mean the me- I mean not the media, but the um the documentary does a great job of you know <laughs> making sure that um. Yeah, like kind of like spinning shit into Jordan's life. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. Like they they definitely was depicting Horace as a bad guy, which I mean, whatever. I mean, somebody got to play that role. I but, mean, in that situation, because I mean, for the most part, literally the whole time they're just talking about it's like, yeah, we had a good relationship with him. But like for that point, they're like, listen, everyone was out here. Like, if there was one person to talk, we're pretty sure it's Horace. I mean, yeah. I mean, shit. They know Horace better than us. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't just Jordan that was saying that it was Horace. I mean, mm-hmm. it was other yeah. it was other people saying that they think it was Horace too. So this I thought I thought these episodes were uh were pretty good. I think I mean all the episodes are great. Bro, I only have two more weeks of it, man. Yeah, I know. I know that's that's what's upsetting. That's been, it's been it's been great though. We only got oh, four sure. more hours of the doc. Yeah, so oh, four more. Damn, what's gonna happen after that? What, what are we know. gonna talk about? I mean, they did leave well, us, by that time. They know? did leave us off on the greatest cliffhanger of all time. You know, the uh, Nets series. The Nets series, yes. Oh, it's I great. know. I, I'm about to say, literally, I, know I saw that and I was like, I don't even know who the fuck was on that Nets team. I do. I like, yeah, of course you do. Sam Cassell. I'll give you the starting lineup right now. Sam Cassell, Kerry Kittles, Kendall Gill, Jason Williams, Keith Van Horn. Really? Um, what do you call it? Sam Cassell led the team in scoring that year at night with 19 points and eight assists. And yeah, Keith Van Horn and Ken, I think Kerry Kittles at 17 apiece. Jason Williams made the all-star team that year. Uh, you saw it in the doc. Hmm. I need the, I need that. That 1998 Nets warm up. I think teams should go back I'm, to those. No, those, I'm, all those old warm ups are tough. I'm, I'm gonna need you to, um, you know, make sure you CC basketball reference after this uh, episode because that was a lot of uh, you see, you knew everything. Yeah, I'll CC you basketball. Yeah, reference. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate I only, you know, what's funny. I, I remember after the doc, I, I looked it up and I just to see what Jason Williams' stats were to get him to the All Star. It's 12 and 13. That's tough. 12. I don't know, but like twelve and thirteen in this to, to make an all star game. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I, was, I asked Bro. my dad. I was I mean, like, yeah, that's. I mean, that's not like outstanding, but Bro, I mean, Chris Humphreys has like a career average of a double double. That's what like. So like, I was trying to think. I was like, I mean? of all the guys yeah. on the team, like Sam Cassell, nineteen and eight. Keith Van Horn, Kerry Kittle, seventeen points per game. You know, four or five assists. I'm like, but for somebody like Jason, somebody like Jason Williams, though, that's tough. Well, you said Sam Cassell was on this team, right? Yes. Yeah. Sam Cassell was drafted over Jordan. I'm pretty sure. Was he drafted over Jordan? I'm pretty sure he was. Who was? What was? What was Jordan's pick? He was. He was the third. Yeah, but wasn't it? A, no, wasn't, wasn't it? A, wasn't it Elijah one and Sam Bowie? Yeah, it wasn't Sam Cassell. You're smacked. Oh, it wasn't Sam. Elijah one and Bowie. 
Bowie, yeah, yeah. yeah Sam Cassell yeah, yeah. was that. Cassell was Cassell was in the was eighty four. I, I thought he was like nah, nah, late eighties. Nah. I'm making that up. Eighties or nineties. I make I'm making it up. So who was drafted over Jordan then? Sam Bowie, Sam and, Bowie, oh. uh, Hakeem. Bro, I was like, yeah. I was like, I remember, I was like, because I got drafted to the Rockets. I remember them talking about him. Cassell drafted in '93, bro. Oh yeah, because Cassell was part of the. Yeah. Wasn't he part of those um, Rockets chips? Yes. Well, more importantly, he was with the Bucks. You know, shout out Jadakiss. Get Bucks like Milwaukee, because like Sam, I could sell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, listen. That's your motherfucking bars, nigga. You know Shout out Jada, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now nah, that was that was tough. That was my favorite Jada, Jada bar of all time. I mean, the greatest Sam Cassell thing is always him on the, the, the Timberwolves. And I don't know if you've ever seen the video of him. I, he made some shot. And he's running oh, through the, the, uh, the down the shit? court with holding his oh, nuts. Hold, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's one, oh, yeah, that's one the of the greatest. Shit. That's tough, bro. The big balls. I think it's I think it's wild. Like the Nets really had that. And you know what? The series was actually competitive. Yeah. Games one and two were only decided by less than six points, and then game three was a blowout. But you know, if we had a better coach than uh, John Calipari, maybe we would have uh, pulled it out. Speaking of um. <laughs> There's no John Calipari. I have no. I have nothing against John Calipari. I'm about to say. Speaking, how could you? <laughs> speaking of uh, of competitive series, so I came to this conclusion after the Jordan doc that it was the New York Times' fault that the Knicks lost that series. It was the New York yeah. Times, New York Post, uh, so New just, York Daily News, just New York my friends, <laughs> everybody that had anything negative to say oh, about Jordan man. gambling after what game one or no, no after I, game one. It was between. It, it was, was after it was, they were they, up the, two. The, the they, they no, got reversed. All of the, the story the, came out because he, no, they no, said he was no, tired no, in game no, two, right? Bro. This came out after game two because yeah. that's when they found out that they was that, that he, was, he was gone in that AC between game one and game two. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yes. like they it was they were talking about his him being in Atlantic City. Yeah, but between game but it, one and two, but yeah, it came but out it came after. out after game two. Yep. So it's it's just you know the New York media being toxic as usual, but it's definitely their fault. Because the Knicks win that series if they don't poke the bear. I I agree. It's the same the same thing that happened with Magic Johnson. <laughs> Charles Barkley poked him at practice. You don't poke the bear, man. Like they... especially when the bear's the fucking goat. Like, bro, they really they really went. Oh yeah, is Jordan, is Jordan tired? Is this gambling thing? And then they blew the chance. Well, Francesca Dead said right he doesn't. This isn't what a competitor does. This is not what a winner does. Mike Francis, huh? shit, shit does not oh, change, no. bro. You're not saying this about the two. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. I got to see what what, what uh, Francesca said after that. At least you know Mike has always been the same. Yeah. Bro, you gave yeah, right? the guy that has to create motivation for himself. You actually gave him real life motivation. Yeah. He was crazy enough to get- He was tired, get, bro. Like, he said, you're, you're telling me the guy that said that Clyde Drexler isn't even in the same ballpark as him. He made that up in his mind. I was like, nah, I'm not. Ah, ah, jeez. Ah. My man's was saying, all right, yeah, I'll finish, I'll finish off. My man's, my man's really was like, <laughs> get, it, getting, Clyde Drexler was getting compared to him, basically. And that, and this is a Hall of Fame person we're talking about. He's like, well, I found that disrespectful. So, you know, I went out and proved that uh, we're not even in the same class. You can be, it's best one of the two or threes of all time. And it's just funny because, like, how much people get, like, he gets overlooked in general. But it's like, yo. They really, like, y'all really had a chance. Had a chance. Up two games. Pat Riley should have just clipped the New York media. Up two. And yeah. in game three, didn't he? Jordan shoot, like, three of, like, 15, three of 18, something like that. Bro, they got he reversed. Had a bad, he, had a bad, he had a bad game three, too. And they still figured it out. Yeah, bro. 
Mm. Yeah, I was going to wear a Knicks jersey today, but I realized, nah. They yeah. was, oh, bro, this was a bad episode if you was a Knicks fan, man. Because you, you had the infamous Charles Smith game that they showed. That shit definitely would have been a foul today. Bro, the best defensive gonna... sequence Don't of all time. It was, it was a good defensive yeah. sequence. No. Bro, niggas there was, were, there was, no, listen. All right. There were, like, three or four blocks happened. One and a half were clean. <laughs> right. But in that sense... Out of all of that, you couldn't draw a foul? Yeah, there's, there's, there's You only no threw one pump fake each time or just one pump fake in general yeah, and you I'm thought that you, was going to do it? You can't jack that. There's no defense, but you can't jack the 90s and, oh, it's tough. It's, you know, the, though, you know, it's rough and tough in the paint and cry about a foul. Like, if you're a Knicks fan, right, and you're going to talk about this day and age of, like, oh, everything's a touch foul, blah, blah, you can't go then and back and complain, oh, that should have been a foul. No, that's just hard. That's just hard basketball. I'm not going to say say it should have been a foul. I'm saying he should have been able to draw one or at least, like, make a basket. Because what it was, exactly. (laughs) More importantly, kick it out. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) After the second attempt, I don't know, big fella. (laughs) (laughs) Outside, who the fuck know Charles Smith from that next team? I'm about to say, that's just tough. Well, you got three people around you. There is somebody on your team open in Bro. the corner, on the wing, something. Call timeout. Do something. Call timeout. <laughs> Terrible. I was literally like, this is when they're talking about it being one of the greatest defensive sequences. I just looked at it as one of the worst offensive sequences. Because <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, evaluation. what the fuck is this? Like, what is he doing? It's my literally. <laughs> it looks like um. When you're my players fresh in 2K. Yeah. And it's like, you're just out here. It's like, all right, open layup. I just can't make it because there's someone in my vicinity. That's what that yeah. shit looks like. That looks like online in you know, like the MyRec. When even though like you're like a 95, just because someone has like uh like a defensive badge. Yeah. Like you be a 95, he's an 82. And like some, for some reason you're putting up three layups and they all fall out. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. That nope. shit was tragic. But. Oh hey, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was bad for the Knicks fans. Oh man, it was tough. When the garden was eaten. When the garden was eaten. A great documentary. Can you can you imagine that? Mark Stein tweeted out. He was like, "The Knicks made the playoffs every year from 1990 to 2000." Nah, both. Nah, it was it was longer than that. I think. They well, said, no, I know, but it was just like just just yeah. from that decade, and then Dolan happened. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. I think Dolan came into like right after we made that finals in 2000. I think that's when James Dolan kind of rose to his uh, ownership shit. Honestly. Right after the uh, the Spurs series in '99, yeah. right? Yeah, '99, yeah, '99, 2000, yeah, yeah. Because Lakers won from 2000 to yeah. 2002. Yeah, but yeah. All right, James Dolan. Woo, he's yeah. all recovered now. Yeah. So shout out him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, come on, man. New York sports, baby. Yeah, it's great. All right, man. Just a couple more things from this documentary. Speaking of, you know, just shit crazy, bro. All right. So I was talking to a couple people, right, mm-hmm. about uh, the, some of the comments that MJ made regarding his uh, his sneakers. And all. And remember that whole segment about, mm-hmm. like, you know, from the, the dude from North Carolina that he didn't want to support because he ain't know him, but he gave him a donation and shit? All right. What's y'all thoughts on athletes being activists? It's a lose-lose situation. It'll always be it'll always be a lose. Elaborate situation. on that. Uh just because even if Mike, let's say Mike throws his support behind the candidate from North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he will forever now have to answer for what the candidate does because he's thrown support to him and will now be looked at as someone who has to have an opinion on politics like forever from from that point on, forever. So if there's another black candidate in another state, 
Yo, MJ, you're going to throw your support behind this one too? Uh, oh, what what do you think of this? Like, God forbid the, you know, the person that won from North Carolina uh, had a scandal, right? Somehow it's going to look negative, you know, come back and fall negatively on mm-hmm. uh, MJ. So it, it's not to say that he was in the right, but for not supporting him, he wasn't in the wrong for supporting him. I think everybody has a decision. Nobody should be thrust into making a political uh, statement, especially if you're an athlete, like your biggest priority is your sport. Mm-hmm. You don't really have time to be worrying about the politics of the country, even though it affects you. You just don't have that type of time because you have other things you got to focus on. So it's it's a lose lose. My my thing with that is, um, I'm definitely all for using your platform. Like if you have a platform, you should definitely use it, but only if you want to. Um, I think that when it's it's situations where it's like, as much as you want someone to use their platform because they're ha- they have it. If like not everyone is built for it, you not, know yeah, I mean? exactly. Not yeah. not everyone like not everyone is a LeBron James. Not everyone can do can like be someone who's very outspoken on topics yeah. or like just things like that in general. Yeah. So that that's where it comes down to just the individual. So as much as I'm like, I think it's right. I think in that sense, I should have been an easier decision just because it's his home state. Yeah. Um. That's my thing about it, where it's just like, all right, this is where I'm from. This affects, like, I'm from that community. It should affect things like that. It is like a lose-lose. You're, you're put in a difficult situation with it, but it's just, it's on the individual. And my thing with Jordan specifically is, if there's one thing we can all agree and we all know about Jordan, is that he cared about nothing else besides winning at basketball. Mm-hmm. And like, that was it. Like, that was basically his purpose. So it just comes off, like, it, it's, it's a straight-up, like, I don't, he's like, yeah, like, I'm trying to sell sneakers and stuff, but at the end of the day, like, the only thing, my main concern is basketball. Yeah. I'm not concerned with politics, I'm not concerned with anything else around me because my focus is basketball and the things that basketball brings. Yeah. So I do think that that statement was definitely taken out of context. I don't think he was serious. Yeah, like, oh, probably, like, it was, that, that had to be a joke. Yeah. But, um. I'm about to say, you can't be black and just blatantly make that, like, yeah. he even said he was around Scotty, other people, you know, when he said the joke. Um, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's just really quick. It's like one of those, um, they had a good point. And I, oh, dang, I forgot it. Damn, John. Oh. Damn, Justin. You no, it, it, was, it, it, it was going to piggyback off of what John had said, too. You can't just... Oh, no. Sorry, I, I got it. Not it was the guy in the, in the documentary that said... That was speaking about MJ in this comment. And he was like, oh, we, you know, we saw what Muhammad Ali did and the stand that he took, you know, and we remember him for that. Nobody's going to remember Michael Jordan. And I think that that also plays into... That's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. so somebody has to be an advocate. Yeah. Also, like you got to think that the time this is going on, like in the 90s and stuff like that, it's a bit different. Exactly. Like, but what Muhammad Ali was, he was protesting, you know, going to war and doing all these other things and, yeah. you know, rights for, you know, his community. Like, the stakes, not to say the stakes aren't high, but the stakes just weren't as high for an election, and right? I, you know, and I then. feel like that's what made it worse because he, he generally had less to lose mm-hmm. by supporting him. So I feel like that's why it was a harsher come down because it's literally like, to any normal moral person, it seems like a no-brainer to support a candidate going against a blatantly racist candidate. You yes. know what I mean? And I feel like that was just part of it. My thing is I literally just think that Jordan as a person didn't care about anything else other than basketball all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I mean, just but, but that's, the, that's the thing, though. It's like, I don't... Here's, here's, here's... Okay. So I'm not mad at MJ, really, for... Caring about basketball, putting his career first because at the end of the day, he said to himself, he said, I'm a basketball player, not a not an activist. Mm-hmm. So with that, you know, I definitely understand where, where where he coming from. 
I just think the problem that a lot of people have with MJ is I think especially especially now it seemed like he's he's like a now like before it was basketball now it just seemed like he a money hungry dude which I mean mm. the end of the day it's like yo a lot of people in America have worked hard to like attain what they have like MJ like he built his shit basically bottom up but I mean there's a lot of people that's like that and I just don't think that you could look at somebody and just be like all right this person has money why are they not more of like an altruistic kind of kind of kind of person. You know, but that's just that's just not everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's there's the Oprahs of the world, the Tyler Perry's of the world, but then you get you're gonna have a couple Michael Jordans in there too. And I mean, I'm not really, you know, mad at him. Yeah, on Twitter, Oprah's been catching mad, <laughs> mad flex. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Really, Oprah's she, been catching. All right, we'll over talk. like the past like two years now, like she's been yeah. getting out of the paint. Really? Yeah. People don't like Oprah because she was friends with um, she's friends with Weinstein. Yeah. Um, Weinstein, all stuff, and they're like the one thing I saw was there was like. Oprah? Oprah got the nerve to ask us to donate? Like, uh, And then there was, like, this whole thing because of her interview with uh, Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. And, like, she kept, like, I guess pressing on about, like, his sexuality. Even yeah. though he, like, answered and, like, was asking, like, you know, to change the topic. She just kind of kept going back to it. Oh, really? Which kind of rubbed people the wrong way. SOD. But, yeah, bro. I think that people are mad at the wrong person when it comes to MJ. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at looking for MJ to be that kind of person because if it's not inherently you then i mean i guess i understand but at the same time it's like yo not everyone's built built for it not, not, not even just built for it not was built yeah, that way yeah not everybody's built like it but mm-hmm. i could understand why black people would be tight to him oh the end, for sure because it's like yo that's their guy you're like, telling guy. me you're the biggest person in america like the, big, the biggest biggest like, person in the world yeah you yeah right at the time michael jordan is probably the biggest celebrity in the world and you know you're not really speaking up for, for us it's like damn like you know, that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. That, that's just how, how... I feel like the community has every right to be upset, too. Yeah, no, 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 like, for sure. As much as Jordan has the right not to do it, I feel like the community definitely has a right to 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 be upset about him not because yeah. when you have someone who's put at that place, you definitely feel like they should be obligated. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, everyone's different, you know? Yeah. Not everyone's going to feel that way. I mean, you saw Obama. Now now President Obama. Now President, now I, president I, I, Obama. Yeah, right. They, they put some respect you on know, in all on In all honesty, though, I understood what they did, though, when he was in, what was it, episode two? Yeah. Or one, Chicago resident. Just to, because I, I feel like some did people probably don't. thing I sent you? Hmm? With Don Lemon? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was Because <laughs> I feel like some people probably don't know that Obama is from Chicago. So they probably just, you know, now he's President Obama. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But he had a good point too. It was like when you're a black person with that much success or in that with that much fame and notoriety, mm-hmm. everything you do is under a microscope. And there's not you're supposed to be perfect, and it's impossible to be perfect because you have to appease not only your community mm-hmm. but also the other communities. And that's and the thing, like, like along with that, the fact that he didn't have any scandals till that book came out, it was nothing negative about him that added to it. Mm-hmm. Where you have this man literally going, if I can do it over again, I wouldn't want to be a role model. Like, and then you have people like Charles Barkley, who his whole career has been like, I'm not a role model. Yeah, your role model like, should be had, your parents. Yeah, he's like, he me. had the sneaker <laughs> campaign. He was like, he threw someone out of restaurant windows. Like, this is someone who is known to be like that. And then it's just so regarded. Well, people forget how great of a basketball player Chuck was. But, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like people know he's an NBA legend, things like that. So I feel like, like you're saying, like, it's it's a lot. And for him to be perfect, and that's ultimately, like, what we're seeing now. That's what drove him out of the league, you know? Where it's like that that whole media frenzy, that whole thing where he's just like, yo, like, I'm just exhausted from everything, from not having a day off to in the documentary. He's like, this is it. Like, I literally, my one piece time is if I'm in a hotel room because I know that I'm by myself and I don't have to answer questions and have these people hounding me into all this stuff. 
And like that's the that's the thing where it's like people would be like, oh, you want money or fame? Like, fame is not for everyone. Fame is not like yeah, yeah. Like, I'd rather I'd rather be rich than famous. Oh, for sure. I want I want I want that quiet like you know family sure. generational wealth money. Yeah, but I don't want to be known about like for it. You want that old money? Like the uh yeah like the the Vanderbilts and shit. As we know, like the Rockefellers. <laughs> as we know, uh, from what came out in the past week, Jordan. I guess he wasn't that money hungry if he turned down a hundred million for two hour, for a two hour event. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> that that's just fucking shout insane. out shout out uh, Nike for securing the bag, the Jordan bag, yeah. and uh, poo poo on uh, Adidas <laughs> and honestly and, and, and Converse surprised. and Converse, dude. Well, one to be honest, Adidas probably would have fucked it up. I genuinely think that because they're especially through that time. Their management was good, but not great. Because you got to think about it, Nike paid the man early, uh, right? And they weren't trying Adidas to. Pay was, him. Adidas wasn't even paying Run DMC. No, well, they was. Oh, they wasn't paying Run DMC really. And they they eventually made that contract and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, Run DMC wasn't getting paid like that. Really, like, Dang. Yeah. but they, but Jordan definitely. Well, that's what. But that's the dumb shit about this. It. Is like, yo, Jordan is this famous, famous dude. And y'all not gonna get y'all Jordan not, wasn't famous when he got no, wait, well, not, not famous, famous, but I'm saying like, what's you call it? They said that Jordan wanted his own shoe, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the money that whatever his market value was, but they knew he was good. It's just like, why wouldn't you just give the man well, they, his own shoe? Well, I mean, they they said that the reason why they didn't sign the deal was the the agent was like Adidas was in shambles at the time, and they just knew that they couldn't handle someone like that right now. Yeah, that's fact. Which timing, but like yeah. the real the real upsetting thing when it comes to that is that they fumbled the bag with. Two more stars later. Yep. Yeah. So it's okay. But um, yeah, that that's my thing with that. Which if y'all know me, I was definitely interested in the whole sneaker section. That was really dope. Yep. But um, I, I was I was I thought of you when they did it. Yeah, I was no, like, that was, yeah, I was that like, was super fun. Yeah. And just the fact that like literally they go for us at the time to give all that money to someone who was a nobody at that point. He was just a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like was insane. And it's like yeah. And the reason why. Not every brand can do that. Is you got to think at that point, Nike wasn't as established. Yeah, they were up and coming. So, exactly. So for them, it goes all right. We're just gonna throw everything at this one guy and then see what happens. What an what so an it investment. Two hundred fifty thousand, oh. and then <laughs> the real savior of Nike is Jordan's mom. Yeah, that's, so that's a fact because uh, his mom really made him. Shout out Phil Knight though. Real every, shit. Everything just lined up perfectly. Like they had the the swoosh, and they just came out with like their their new technology, mm-hmm. the air, whatever it is. Air yeah. yeah, it's like oh, Jordan plays in the air. My man, Air Jordan. Yeah. <sighs> Whoever agent. came, whoever agent, the one bro. guy that came up with that slogan, I, I feel like he should never have to pay for anything ever. Agents in his life are again. important, bro. Like, yeah, that's a fact. That's like the um the original Adidas like Trefo logo. I think they bought it from a dude for like two bottles. It was like three hundred bucks and like two bottles of whiskey or some shit. Sheesh, must be some pretty good whiskey. I mean, it was back in the day. Like, <laughs> so fuck it. Nah, that's tough. Oh mm. man. Yeah, nah, my man's Jordan really. Was out here cashing out early, bro. Nah, that doc was. That, these episodes are dope, and part of the reason is like, oh, I yeah. love the the fact that they talk about the dream team and everything like that, and the real globalization of the NBA because that's huge. And it's for our generation, especially, it's kind of difficult to imagine the NBA not being a world sport. Mm-hmm. He made it a world sport, yeah, like, exactly, that, and that's why yeah. I think, and I, I think that's why basketball skill aside i don't think lebron could be jordan because lebron came into a league that already had global outreach mm-hmm. like jordan put the league as the glo- like he was the global ambassador yeah but also at the same league. time like it was they made that olympic team finally have professional athletes mm-hmm. too so yeah. the fact that that was you and know Christian like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. like and the fact Christian that that was uh the the dream team in general like that first dream team 
definitely obviously it was centered around Jordan, but that was also his coming out party in the sense, not coming out party, but that was his assertion of dominance and showing mm-hmm. this is it now. And um, I just thought that was dope. And and then that finals where they played against the Suns, where like we all know Chuck like was like he's always been there. He's like, yeah, I'm like the best players ever. Like ever, the, nah, that's it. Bro, and then yeah. the fact that he was like. The fact that he was like, for the first time in my life, and the only time I sat here and I was like, there is someone who's better than me at the game of basketball. That's right crazy. Bro, you like, saw it in his eyes too, yeah. bro. He looked broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, I like, played probably the best I ever played, and he just did too, and it was better than mine. Like, he's, like, like he had, like he still be having nightmares about the 93 final series, bro. I would too. If I, he averaged 27, Chuck averaged 27, 13, and five. And that, like, that alone should just be, all right, obvious, all right, obviously he won it. Finals MVP and they won. Yeah. Jordan averaged 41, 6, and 8. That's, bro, that's ridiculous. Why? How? For why? Some, for you, some... you know why? Why and how? Because fucking Jerry Krause, like, um, what was it, Major? Uh, Mahor? Yeah. Or something like that. On the, he was like, oh, yeah, he's a great defender. He was like, he was like oh, I'm Jerry. Yeah, he was like, oh, Jerry Krause, like him? Bet. Yo, those he, memes right now are the best. Yeah. Where the uh, where it's like, oh, Jerry Krause likes anything. Jordan, I will destroy it completely. Bro, Jerry Krause could like, Pepperidge Farm cookies. I guarantee you, Jordan would have put Pepperidge Farms out of business just for the just. just <laughs> Nike, for the we're it. selling cookies now. <laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. bro. No, but then bro, that- to go back to the dream team because Kraus liked Tony Kukoc, or, oh, or as they bro. say, oh, Tony man. Kukoc. Yeah, Tukoc. <laughs> he, he, he said his name like five different times in the yeah. in the doc. Because he was a nobody at that point. Yeah. And so then like, you had a Charles Barkley interview about it. He's like, yeah, man. He's <laughs> he like, like, we don't really know about him, but those boys in Chicago, they definitely do. Bro, like, Krause said, yeah, you know, he's, he's a good player over there. You know, he, you know, from overseas. Man. He was Jordan Pippen, huh? Excuse me? All right, hold my Honestly, beer. that <laughs> shit was beer. hilarious. It definitely was disrespectful and played the wrong way because that was when Scotty signed that shitty deal and they were supposed to be negotiating with him and they went, wait, we need to figure out about this Kukos kid. But the fact that they were like, they were like, yo, they were as fucking savage as to Tony. And Tony's like, I didn't even know him. I didn't do anything. Like, <laughs> right. this is my fault. I have no and, idea. He said, he literally yeah. said, I have no idea about the NBA or the Bulls or what's yeah. going on there. I was just... There to have fun. He was like, my country's at war, so I stayed. <laughs> he was like, so I stayed here longer in Europe. Nah, and like, they were like, yo, fuck this dude. <laughs> like, nah, I felt bad. And then they were like, now they were like, yeah, I love Tony. That's one of our guys. That's but at that point, nah, Jerry <laughs> liked him. It's clipped. Dog, they tried to ruin that kid's hoop dreams for oh, nothing. Dude. That's they how didn't you know, know Tony who he was because he came back. Bro. I mean, Man. shout out for to the Tony though for yeah. in the championship game putting up like sixteen points. For still got thirty piece. <laughs> still got. Th- I mean, it's a dream team though, but still, it's listen. Like, it could have been worse. It he had four the last game, and he was held to zero for a good amount of that game too. Yep, I was Scotty. watching the I was watching the highlights from that game, and it was just SWAT, steel, clamps, Scotty boys. He was like, I played basketball. I never played against anybody that was on my hip. The whole game. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like, you know what I'm saying? When it's just that rough of a game, you just like, just gotta. Can never get in a rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's one of those you gotta go and have like a soft cry in the locker room. Yeah. Like, damn, y'all killing me with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for my fucking life, dog. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> he was definitely so on the good. bench, like, yo, y'all gotta help me. Set the screen to <laughs> something. <man>. Help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> It's like, what you want us to do? How, how are we supposed to help? It's like, you, how, how are we supposed to set a screen <laughs> on Charles Barkley? 
That's you see fact. that man Carl Malone right there? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 bad. And Fuck. again, for y'all who don't know and don't put respect on Charles Barkley's name, Charles Barkley had the highest points per game on that team. He did. If he did. Indeed. Know. Shout out number 14, bro. It was like bro. 45. <laughs> nah, damn, Charles. You know what's crazy? Like, all these people, John, I know you see it on, on Twitter. It's like people like, oh, I can't believe people were saying Draymond was better than Charles. I feel like nobody Draymond was ever was, saying no, that. Draymond it was just was Draymond. Like... <laughs> Nobody yeah, ever, nobody who watched bro, basketball. You just, you just can't entertain certain comments, bro. Like, that's what one thing I don't miss about basketball and talking basketball on the social media feed, bro, because people just are, it's just recency bias. It's like people who have watched basketball for literally the past five years and will make all these crazy ass statements about it. Like, even, like, like, even the AI and Curry thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then you got people, and I remember even Bleacher Report came out with an article earlier this year. This is what, like, way before, uh, God rest his soul, Kobe died. They were saying that Steph Curry was ranked higher than, than Kobe Bryant all time. Like, what? Niggas is disrespectful, bro. Oh, like, like niggas is disrespe- disrespectful. But like I said, just tie, tying it in, like, everything is just recency bias. Everybody is always talking about what's happening now, not putting respect on the niggas that was on the Dream Team, you know? Really mm-hmm. killing niggas. Like, um, Taylor Rooks had the, like, best year ever. It was like, TV Barkley made some of y'all forget Barkley was a dog. Like, that that's pretty much yeah. it. Like, yeah. and then, I know it's talked about, like, at a decent amount, where it's just, like, the the persona that we see from um inside the NBA, which I, I fucking love inside the NBA. I feel like oh, everyone it's, does. It's great. Like, it's... That was not what Charles Barkley was like as a player. No. Like, at all. Like like you said, like, this dude deadass threw someone out of a window at a restaurant, and at the trial, his said his only regret was he wished it was a higher floor. Like, <laughs> that's tough. Savage, hey, bro. Love, love that guy. Like, it's hard to not like Charles Barkley. Oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's funny when him and Shaq go at it though. It's the best. Oh, it's great because Shaq like <laughs> it like it's crazy because Shaq be like, "Yo, the rings, yo, the rings," <laughs> and then Charles be getting tight because he know he should have had one. Oh yeah, he came to the Sixers literally the year after they won, and yeah, he and came to he came he, and then he went to the Rockets later on in his career and he pulled up the year after they won and just it was clipped. And one of the best to not to mm-hmm. get oh one. for sure. Like I this. think it's him, Malone, Stockton, Stockton. Yeah. Uh, I- Iverson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most of the greats have rings. Steve Nash. I would have said, well, Dirk got his. Yeah, uh, Dirk, Dirk probably would have been the best without one, though, I think. Uh, I think so, too. If he if if Dirk didn't. Well, Dirk, toss up, Dirk toss up between Dirk and Barkley. Or no, Dirk, or Dirk, Malone. Yeah. Dirk Malone and Barkley. That's my thing about Malone, though, is just because he had Stockton. That's the thing, but he still won. He still won. He still won MVPs, though. He does have MVPs. And he's second all time in scoring. But at the same time, when you when you have a point guard for most of your career whose main focus is setting you up, I mean, yeah. But I mean, if you, part this, of the reason this why man Jordan, was built like a freaking oh, I know. Ox, like, but part of I the reason why 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 Jordan was able to score so much and do the other things he could was because Scotty was handling the ball. I mean, yeah. that's true. This is why I say, like, no, there like is no great. That's my one thing, like, where it comes. All great players are, are have are due to mm-hmm. having other great players. Yeah. Like, Bird isn't as no, great because without Derek won a championship and no, they're all stars on his team. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. That that Dirk ring that that made him go from like 25 all time to like top 15 for me, top bro. 15. And and that's, no funny shit, no funny shit, bro. And, and that's my thing. That's my one. Argue. Obviously, it's not, yeah. like there's gonna be bias because I'm a mess in it. But that's my one thing is that the nah. fact that I know enough about NBA history and just just like, dude, like nah, Dirk got, got Dirk got, got it. You gotta give Dirk his. Flowers, he hasn't. Bro. He Let's had his all star teammates in the beginning. He had his all star like he had Steve Nash. He had Michael Finley. That got broken up. And then after that, 
his only other all-star teammate was fucking like Josh Howard. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Bro, I'm not going to lie. Dirk beating LeBron, Wade, and Chris Bosh in the finals is like... With the, team that, them. with the team that he had, bro, in 2000... Bro, that was crazy. That was, that was one of the... Chandler. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. LeBron did fold OD in that playoff series, but that doesn't take away anything that Dirk did because Dirk was killing. That's, that's, that's the thing. Also, I think they were doing replays of that recently. And yeah, they like, did. They showed. Yeah. Uh, they showed Game Six on that sh- joint right Dude, before the <laughs> right, right before the the Jordan documentary. I see what y'all trying to that do. That shit. Game two, <laughs> like in general, like that was that final series in general was amazing. Like the the game where he was sick and then LeBron and Wade came out fake coughing. Oh shit, yeah, and then he just wow. toasted them. Madness, bro. Love to see it. Nah, Dirk. Yeah, no funny shit. Dirk. I think, and this is all respect to Olajuwon and Steve Nash and like those dudes, but I think like. He's the he, I I will put him as the best international player ever. That's my that's my that's my that's my take on it, bro. Because you be you beat LeBron and Wade in the finals. That's tough. And I still and that's tough. And my my thing also when it comes to power forwards is I still look at Tim Duncan and Elijah on the centers. No, no, no. Tim's a power forward. I mean, you said this before, but I still because I, mean, I, I I listen. I, y'all could check the tape. He logged most of his minutes at center, and he mostly guarded centers. That man was. I mean, a center. I, I, I get that. But like you know, the, you know, I mean, but, at the same time, I, I, I could be a shooting guard and only guard small forwards just because I'm a great defender. That doesn't mean I'm a small forward. Like oh. if I if I'm only guarding a certain position, I mean, yeah, I but just you're also be- not next to fucking um David Robinson. Yeah, but I was saying well, when you're on a team with David Robinson, you're gonna be not the center. That's what I'm saying. He was listed as not center because of David Robinson, but then he was guarding the centers. That's, that's just be, how it is. That's, that's, how because, it that's because Tiago Splitter, you know what I'm saying? Next to, not, David time out, time out, time to David Robinson. Oh, next to Robinson. That's does, what I'm saying. Does Steph always guard the point guard on the other team? Nah, that's not, nah he definitely doesn't. No, but Steph's still a point guard. And Steph logged most of his minutes at point guard. I'm just saying, though. It, it, just because yeah, Duncan but, guarded another position doesn't mean he's not a power But my, my thing about he's it is because he guarded... That position next to David Robinson. All right, so you're saying He's Tim Duncan and who else did you say? Defender. I don't know. You said Tim Duncan. Who was the other oh, person? Oh, Olajuwon. And Olajuwon? He's the center to me. Yeah, like straight up. I, I think He's you have a better argument with, with Hakeem than you do with uh, Duncan. I slam a jammer. Yeah. But yeah, because like, and then also it's like he's top 10 in scoring all time too. Yeah. It's like, all right, so like, is Ben Wallace a center, even though technically he should be a power forward? Dude, ben Wallace is I, a center. I think Ben Wallace would be considered a center. Because like, if he, if you put him on a team with a, with a somebody who's actually set a center size, he's a power forward. He's for well, he's six, he's six nine, six ten. He's six he's, ten, but he was still getting put at center. She was really he was ju- he was doing just yeah, balls saying, yeah. like he was center. Like when you think about like when I think about matchups for um Ben, I always think about him and like Jermaine O'Neal. Because what was that starting five? It was Chauncey Billups, Ben Chauncey, uh, Rip Hamilton, Rip Hamilton. Rasheed, Tayshaun Prince, Ben Wallace. Yeah, Tay- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Ben Wallace was really ben Wallace at five. Center, that's what I'm saying. Like, I pre- I know he Bro, plays Chuck center. Plays, but he's Chuck Hayes is playing center at 6'6". Six, six. In, my, in my mind, he's a power forward playing center. That's just, it is what it is. But then, when you look at his game, it just seems like much more of a center than a power forward. Damn. Yeah, he's a versatile guy. That's yes. why he won those, uh, you know, Defense Player of the Year awards. That's crazy. Melo would dead have a ring if it wasn't for fucking Darko Melichicks. That's tough. Yeah, revisionist history. We never know. Yeah. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. That's crazy. I still think they would have won. They definitely would have won. I think they would have had a chance at a dynasty. With because Mel- you got after a year, oh, shit. after a year, Tayshaun Prince is coming up. But didn't off the you bench, hear what dog. they said, though? Where, yeah. Like, the legend said, like, they he didn't think play, it would He would have won a play right away. He, he would have wanted to play right away. Yeah. But the thing is, he would have taken Tayshaun Prince's spot. 
I think are he we would've... forgetting how good Tayshawn Prince I, is? No, though? I, bro, I'm not. I get who Melo is, but for bro, how that team worked, bro, but Tayshawn was Mello, perfect for that team. Bro, Melo would have roasted him in practice. Yeah, it would have been bad. Melo, yeah, Tayshawn would have been coming off so, the bench because so Melo averaged like twenty. I think his so for all the all the Melo, Melo gives me Melo on offense. Melo was rookie of the month every month. So <laughs> if Melo gives me all this on offense, right? Yeah. Tayshawn's giving me all that on defense though. Tayshawn was a heck of a defender. I didn't say then, he wasn't getting no, minutes. I, I didn't say no, he wasn't getting minutes. So, so, like, so where does he fit in on that team? It's either though. that or you run both of them, and then you have uh, Rip coming off the bench. And we know Rip has done six man privileges anyway. Was Rip six man uh, on those, that championship team? Nah, he definitely wasn't. I, I, so. That's just but, that's just nah, one of those teams wasn't. that just Bro, it was all perfect the way it was. But at the end of the day, rookie Melo is starting. I don't care what. Yeah, I'm about to say. I'm about to say. He's starting over Tayshawn Prince. He's starting over. Bro. Or, or Rip Hamilton. He would have came in. One of them would have been coming off the bench. Because get, he would have came in. He starts, roasted. but do they still win? Yeah, they still win. Yes. Are they the same team? I don't think they're the same they're team. They're definitely not the same team. Why? I argue that they because, a better team with Melo. Yeah, because he would have had great veterans. You got to think. like, Especially mm. like like the same thing like when um when Kobe said, where he was like, the league was so much older. So it's like you mostly hear it in players who came before the significance of veterans and shit like that. Where it's like at that point that was still a thing. Mel LeBron put on teams where who were the veterans when when they came. No, I I get that. Like if you put Melo in that situation, his whole career trajectory may be different, and not just if they win a finals, because he would have been there with veterans. Yeah, and those are veterans who could have even if they would have gave him shit. They, it, I think it would have been like how Oakley was at Jordan, where it's like, this dude is the real deal. Yeah, I don't know. I just think something. Even though, some, even though she had a ring, she and KG are, are, are haters. If yeah. Melo had a oh, ring, yeah, you're saying? Yeah, if Melo had a ring, I think people would look at Melo's whole like career differently. Bro, I like, can't believe. I really can't believe people are trying to say Melo should not be in NBA this season. Yeah, that's. I don't stupid. get it. And stupid. I just because I feel stupid. like it's it's one thing to say no. he doesn't belong on certain teams because he just wouldn't fit a dynamic. But there is a spot, just like I, me Michael personally, Kiss I still Gilchrist feel, is still in the league. I still feel there's a spot for Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford should be on NBA team. Like there's there's a spot for him somewhere. Just maybe not on your favorite contender. Like just yeah. because LeBron and is on the Lakers doesn't mean he has to give Carmelo a, a job on or get get the front office to sign Carmelo. I, I just, he should have been somewhere. I mean, before he even got before he got to the that's what it is. And it was like there was a video of um, it was just a Mel video recently. Reasons had me thinking. People are just like really out here. We're trying to convince him as me and other people <laughs> that Carmelo Anthony should not be playing in the NBA at this point. You stupid! It's like come on, man. Like I remember people were like, "Oh, the Nets should sign Carmelo." I'm like, it's it'd be cool, but at the end of the day, he doesn't been, fit what he doesn't fit what like the the coaching scheme that Kenny Atkinson does. Kenny likes to run a bunch of young guys and get them experience, and he would Melo would hate playing on the Nets, and we saw it this year. That's why Kenny Atkinson got cut. Why? Because DeAndre Jordan wasn't getting it the burn that he felt he deserved. And boom, now Kenny's gone. So fuck DeAndre hold on, Jordan. It's DeAndre Jordan's that? fault. No, it's it's a it's a piece of it. Oh, that's wild. It's a piece of it. It's 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 not to say that the sole reason why Kenny Agassin got fired is because DeAndre Jordan was feeling some type of way, but it played a role. It played a role, and also Kenny's rotations were kind of. That's another. Speaking of which, that was one of the headlines that I saw. Was uh, there are like Thibodeau's in the mix to be your coach? I mean, honestly, it, these 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 don't really. F- mean anything because when a team is in a coaching search everybody's name no the reason why i say it was the only reason i brought it up was i just wanted to hear your thoughts on how would you feel if that was your coach it wouldn't work because tom thibodeau 
likes to run his guys ragged, and I don't think he's evolved to this day. Was and age. he still doing that in yeah. uh, towards the end yes. of the Timberwolves? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why people didn't like him. And he wants total control. And Sean Marks isn't going to give him control yeah. like that. So it's like, and you, he's, you're going to tell me he's KD coming off injury is going to be okay with playing. 41 minutes a game. They had the picture where they were like, uh, PJ Tucker when Tom Thibodeau has a player 47 <laughs> minutes looking mad no, old. Like, mm-hmm. He's going to suck the life energy out of you. It's just, you know, the one coach that hasn't gotten any note of, no, you know, nobody's talked about is Dave Yeager. And Dave I Yeager, don't understand it, Dave Yeager brought the Kings to Dave their Yeager best record in no years. Yep. For, for, for Luke Walton. For Luke Walton. I don't. No, I don't I think know. Dave man. Yeager would be a good fit. I think Dave Yeager deserves a place in the NBA, but I just think it's you know that's why I never like when Ty 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 Lue's name gets brought up, Mark Jackson and Jeff Inga. It's like these names were going to get brought up regardless if it was the Nets or if it was the Phoenix Suns or if it was the Milwaukee Bucks. I think I would give Ty Lue more credit. I yeah, he seems like a player. He seems like a, a yeah, player's coach. He's a play. That's my thing. He's a player's coach, and on a team with stars, you have to have someone who could at least manage the egos to an extent, and like. We got to think when Tyler became coach, we were seeing him. Part of the reason talking about him was he wasn't afraid to tell a star, shut the fuck up. Like, and that's that's something that that's a skill. Like, no matter how you look at it, that's a skill to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to try and manage these egos and to be like, you, I'm with alphas and I'm going to make them respect me. And as we saw, Black couldn't do that. Black was nowhere. You know, near it's so coach. it's so crazy. I don't know if David Black ever played in the NBA, did he? No, no he was so. overseas. He's overseas. Yeah. It's so crazy, like, the amount of respect that, like, coaches get that played in the NBA versus coaches that never played and mm-hmm. then you got some dudes that never played in the NBA and get respect like uh, Spolstra mm-hmm. but then it's like thinking like you got the David Blatts that didn't work out but then it's like you know you got the Phil Jackson the Ty Lues the um, what's it called the Pat Riley's that that actually played it's different but I, think- I also think um, the difference of that is most of the times it'll be players that have some sort of success so people are just like oh man this person won a ring like this person did something like yeah, that yeah like like Spolstra now like versus Spolstra before he won the yeah. ring it's different like people look at looking at it different but I also think that one of the reasons why Spolstra was different in general was Spolstra came up through the heat system and as like we, we always see it like players always have good relationships with generally staffs in general coming from anywhere like just working the arena like other office guys where it's just like oh man like I see you all the time like shit like that so it was that and also the fact that Pat Riley chose Spolstra like yeah if Pat Riley's going here's my son I would be like yes thank you Pat well that's the thing but you also see success with the guys that haven't played like Mike mm -hmm. Boonehoser never played yeah but he comes from Greg Popovich's organization right um you know who uh, Brad Stevens never played, but is regarded as probably the best ATO coach, and, and that's, that's why what I'm I saying, think but even but he had success. And that's say, what I, I think. Yeah, it is. but Brad Stevens, I feel like is a different example because he he was coaching in college and he had like known success in college. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then he actually produced NBA talent. So I think mm. by the time like the that he got hired for the Celtics job, everybody's like, all right, well this should probably just work. So you're talking about more of like coaches that have had success overseas. So like you could be like well yeah. established, like because Blatt was a really decorated coach overseas, came to the, the U.S. and people probably looking at him sideways, right? So you're saying like guys that maybe less established, yeah, as a that, coach, yeah. yeah. Usually, good a, overseas coaches have to start at bench. Uh, they start as bench coaches. Mm-hmm. That's yep. usually like there's one right now who's like the winningest coach overseas, who's like a bench coach somewhere in the NBA, like. And yeah. it's just he. So there's an adjustment. The definitely, yeah. it's an adjustment to. to so I feel like the NBA. fact that they just gave Blatt like all that shit off a rip. And then he just couldn't handle it. Like he wasn't ready. And they were just not open to it. But and there's then, some teams that I feel like are going to win championships regardless of a coach. Like, I, I like don't get me wrong. 
I, I'm not taking any credit away from. Actually, no, nah, I am taking a little bit of credit from, away from Tyloo, but it's like at the same time, Blair's rotations are cheeks. Yeah, I, mm, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like mm. from watching that Cavs team from when David Blatt was coaching versus when um. Ty Lue was coaching. I just felt like they were a cha- they were going gonna go to the championship either way. I yeah. feel like they were gonna go to the championship either way too. You got to think they had the injuries and stuff like that the first year and right. whatnot. But they, I don't know. It's just yeah, to co- me, it was just demeanor that you see. I feel mm-hmm. like that's why Ty Lue was more respected. Yeah. Um. Because you got to think like a lot of those good player coaches weren't stars. Yeah, Ty Lue wasn't a star. Like Ricard, how many, Carlisle wasn't exact, a star. How many player coaches that were stars that you could think of? The only one I could think of having success was like Larry Bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say Nate McMillan wasn't a star in the league. Nope. He was good though. Um, but there was some dudes that were good though. Like Nate McMillan was good. Doc he was, was good. good. Doc, Doc Rivers, Rivers was good, an all star. Yeah. Byron point. Scott. Byron for, Scott for like was, four years with the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say Byron. Byron Scott was good. That's what I'm that, saying. That but list like, goes on and so forth. Phil Jackson was good. You know, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like they, these dudes wasn't stars. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like, part of the reason why um, I think they were talking about it, so they were talking about Ty Lue or just even maybe just hearing it in fucking 2K or some shit, mm-hmm. where they were like, part of the reason is that Ty Lue has been a starter, a role player, like a bench guy. He's done everything in the NBA, and then he's had success. He was on those Laker teams, you know what I mean? So it's like, things like that, that's going to make someone respect you and be able to relate and this, that players coach thing. I don't know. I feel like Yaker would be a good pick for you guys, but I feel like you guys are going to go after a sexy name. See, like that's the thing. It's like Jaeger's not a sexy name to no, and else. I don't, I don't, and I'm not gonna but say to I'm, I'm an people. expert on Jaeger. I'm just like kind of watching from the outside and like catching a few Kings games when he was the coach. You know, I'm just surprised that his name hasn't. been I brought still up. just think of him as the Grizzlies coach. Exactly right. Like, like yeah, the, you know. But I'm, I'm trying to think. Do you think we're gonna see a a decline in like play former player coaches? Or do you think they're they're more like front offices were are probably gonna be geared more to take analytics guys over? Player coaches. coaches. I still don't think basketball is there yet. I don't like baseball. We know is there. Mm. Oh, I still don't think basketball is there. I'm about to say basketball of of the four major sports. I feel like is the least like analytically drawn drawn sport. There's just a a lot more intangibles. I feel like um, when it comes to basketball, there's more like a feel to the coaching. Exactly. It's a lot of. There's still a lot of eye test, and we definitely see that in football too. But I feel like especially with basketball, it's like you can't measure understanding of the game. Yep. And that's really what it is. Like you can you can understand stats, but you need to have a good balance of both. And that's why I, don't, I feel like if there's like I feel like stat guys generally are going to be like I would say seventy at minimum seventy percent analytics, mm. like maybe thirty percent. You know what I mean? That's why you have video coordinators. Exactly. But like I think the, the what you said like the feel of the game is just important. Like how do you know yeah, when to call that timeout? That. Like oh no, they just scored three straight baskets. All right, how do I call timeout now? Do how I do you wait? manage personalities? Yep. How do you like all of those things? Like day he played, different too. you know, different too. And that's why I don't think that like there's going to be someone who's like oh this is a real analytics guy who's a coach. Mm. I feel like there's always going to be coaches who use analytics guys, but they they still at the end of the day there's still going to be those who determine where it's like I don't know if this is a good decision even the analytics look like. Where it's like this dude's producing, but he's not a good fit with everyone else. And then I feel like that's the things that people are trying to make that case for Melo. You know what I mean? I feel like with basketball though, it's more of like a, it's more of like in your face thing to see like rotations. Mm-hmm. I think you should you like as a coach. I think you know like who works well with who and who doesn't work well with who. Well, if you're a good coach, you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. some some coaches like David Blatt, you said. I mean rotations, you know. Well, that's that's the one thing like. I don't even think I would want to be a head coach because I like 
when it comes to more technical shit like that, I'm I'm not gonna know it, right? But I have a like I just I have a good sense of basketball, so like that and like rotations and how players develop matchups and all that stuff. But it's like I'm a, I'm the opposite of Steve Kerr, where it's like, hey, I'm good at drawing up out of bounds plays. Like that's what be like, like that's what I find. That's I got. your thing. <laughs> I I enjoy doing that in like my spare time now that there's no sports on. Yeah, we should like, just coach a team. Yeah, hey, uh, Jordan coaches a team. He coaches like uh, like a sixth grade team or whatever. But it's it's pretty. It seems pretty fun. Like, Me and JT got to start coaching teams. So we do balance it. each other out. I'm just saying, like I'm gonna be in a crowd, like coach JT. You're gonna be like the cheerleaders from uh, Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's 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 a little disgrace. I was thinking more like Bring It On. You know what I'm saying, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A little Gabby Union in there. Yeah. You know. All right, question. <laughs> nah, no funny shit. I got a question. All right, All so right. as this corona shit is like, you know, it's depressing enough to talk about, you know, sports eventually is going to come back, whether there's there's fans there or fans that's not there. But like of baseball, basketball, and football, because I'll just leave soccer and shit out for the purpose of it. Like, what do you think is going to be most affected by no, by no crowd? Like, which sport? Like, which one would you watch on TV and be like, all right, this feels regular? Which one would you watch and be like, all right, this is a little bit weird? Baseball is going to feel the most regular. I, yes. I agree there. By far. Yeah. Baseball baseball won't be like anything. I baseball feel like. is going to feel the most regular, yeah. Because there's mad games. Like, there's a reason why you can get baseball tickets for cheap for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think football might be affected the most just because there's so... Like, football teams are so fucking big. Yeah. And a lot of players on the bench interact with the crowd and they try and like when they're not like they, if the offense is on the field and the offense is trying to move, defensive players are trying to get the crowd hyped okay. to push them forward and stuff like that. Where it's like I feel like in basketball it's just a lot more intrinsic in that sense where it's like you can just get hyped up and the fact that it's you're playing both sides of the ball so you're constantly matched up with someone, you're constantly going back and forth so it's easier to get fired up in that sense. Mm. And there it's like you can get fired up at football thing but then you might be stuck in a possession or whatever and get cooled off while you're sitting. You know what I mean? Like, you had a great defensive stop or something. The offense is having a really long drive. Like, things like that where it's like, all right, this is good, but at the same time, it's like a grinded-out drive and you're they're, they're not really winning the drive, but they're not losing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't really know what's happening. Like, things like that. I just feel like the crowd is going to plays more of an effect in football in that sense and the feeling of quieting a crowd and stuff like that. Where it's like in basketball, you could be down, like, you have that sense too. But I just feel like it's just easier in basketball to just hype each other up. Oh yeah, going against like matchups like that, like I, it, like Magic it, Johnson getting a practice hyped. Yeah, it definitely like be like playing in a in a gym. Like you, you yeah. like we get hyped. You know, we that fucking McGonagall. Yeah, exactly, and there's no crowd, and it's just no. So it'd be like almost like it'd just be like a and a more aggressive scrimmage. Yeah, you know, in a sense. Whereas football, I agree, definitely mo- the crowd plays into it. Um, so like the perfect example would be getting the play into the quarterback, right? So the Mm-hmm. If you don't know, quarterbacks have a radio in their head that turns off at like 15 seconds. And they're tr- every time you hear them or see them with like their the hands on their head, yeah, they're trying to hear the play. And most time, most quarterbacks say they can only hear like half the play anyway. So that would be a, definitely a change. Um, the the quarterback giving signals to the to the guys on the line and the wide receivers, uh, you know, because how many times don't I don't know if the Ravens do this, but at the at MetLife, they have like a counter. And it'll be like, oh, if the the defense or the crowd uh, causes a false start mm-hmm. or a delay of game penalty or something like that, so that'll definitely change. You'll, we'll probably see a lot less false starts, oh my, yeah. a lot less delay of games. What do you got the Ravens? They did stuff for that for third down. 
Yeah, they're, like third down is going to be like third down is like the crowd is like shaking. Like, yeah. So yeah. that so added pressure of third down. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But I don't, I don't know though, because you got to think like if you all right in a home football game with um. When you're on offense, they the the crowd is typically quiet. Mm-hmm. That, that's like that's like that because you know you got the thing on the on the screen that says quiet offenses at work. I feel yeah. like basketball games typically like with the crowd is more turned up. I think basketball would be the most different to watch like on TV versus like football on TV because football, you know, you like mid game you got on field on field reporting, you got the the announcers, which I feel mm-hmm. like you know if it's a game with like Iron Eagle, like I'm more often listen listening to him speak more than like you know anything else or like. But basketball, it's like there's more pauses. I feel like in the um in the actual broadcast for shit to actually happen, you know, you hear like crowd noise during basketball games too, like whether they're chanting defense or like mm-hmm. whatever. Somebody on a on a on a free throw line, MVP, MVP, like you know, it, it kind of like changes a little bit. I think what watching it, watch watching it on TV, like f- football versus basketball. I I get that. I feel like watching basketball without the crowd will be more awkward. But I feel like. The impact on the game. Oh well, it would have less of an effect. Yeah, than I think I I, I, I agree yeah, with you that though that yeah. I feel like basketball on TV with no crowd will be more awkward because yeah. shit. We watch the XFL. XFL don't have that much of a crowd. Yeah. Like you know, what I will say though, I would I would compare it to summer league, but okay, not when yeah. it's in the Thomas and Mack Center, but when it's in the Pavilion because oh, there's like nobody <laughs> there. So I think it would kind of be similar to that where it's like very little. Crowd noise. I mean, they could, they could probably pump crowd noise in. I was about to say, know? yeah. Honestly, if they play, if arenas play crowd noise, I feel like from on TV perspective, it so wouldn't really feel do. much. Different. I know the Falcons That's, got would... in trouble for that, a, like a year or two ago, for really? pumping in. I don't know why it's a, a problem, but yeah, there was an article that came out that they were pumping in it's crowd manufacturing noise, manufacturing home field advantage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, you, you could probably do that to a degree. I mean, they could still probably play music while the. In basketball, the offense is, you know. Yeah. The one thing working. I wish, or I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, they should just have a way. Like, you know how the draft had, like, fans, like, in the thing like that, watching, mm. like, on the screen? Oh, just the have, picks? like, If you could screens. just do that for, like, a stadium, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? That would be cool. Because then that way you still have crowd reactions, like, shit like that. Like, it would be cool. Like, because it's like you have cameras of people while they're watching the game and shit. Mm. Like, that would be cool. But, like, I just don't know how it would work. But that's my idea where I was like, I... If you could just somehow, like, if you just put up a screen projector. Yeah, like a big, like, screen that comes down yeah. and just, like, all the boxes. Like, are... if you get, you, like, you know, when they project on the floor, you just put, like, a screen up and then you project it that way for people watching and shit like that. But I just think, logistically, cool. I don't know how it would work. But it would, I feel like it's a good idea. I just don't know how, you know. I mean, I feel like they would have to adjust league rules. I mean, especially in the NFL, because thankfully the NFL isn't coming back until the fall, so they have a lot more time to kind of think about these things logistically. A lot more time, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, like for how that would work for like NBA and stuff. Like they would have to kind of just be like, all right, well, we're gonna rock with crowd noise, and we're not gonna rock with crowd noise. What's what's the decision, you guys? I'm not, I'm not against it either way. Oh so, no, I, I don't, I don't yeah. mind crowd noise. You know, pumping it in. But my thing is just like, do you just have it constant the whole time? Is it just background noise I mean, at that point? I don't know because you can't you can't have it swing like you know what I mean. No, like, no, maybe if like if one team is home, so like whenever they're the like the away team, you're someone on the board be... like this, and it's yeah. like cheers, booze, <laughs> yeah, yeah, silence, like <laughs> MVP defense, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's a fact. You ever have? Uh, you ever go to like basketball tournaments and like at a. The person working the scoreboard has one of those that has like the noises. Yeah, they be playing like the little the, the jingles and yeah. shit. Yeah, that's a fact. And you gotta have somebody on the organ, bro. They gotta have like an organ. Oh, not set. the organ. Yeah, nah, oh, the organs the are organ. only good at the Garden and in and in Atlanta. 
Yankee I Stadium hate. too. No, I'm, oh, I thought you were just talking oh, about basketball. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh. just in basketball. Oh, no, Oregon yeah, is yeah, everywhere yeah. in baseball. Yeah, every stadium, yeah, yeah. every yeah, stadium has an Oregon. Baseball's old as fuck. Yeah, I know, but the Oregon shit is lit, though. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the, the nigga at Yankee Stadium, he, he, he nice with it, though. And he black, so I got to show up. Bro, who just thought of, like, baseball? You know what? We're going to have organs. Yeah. Every like no like live that band. Was, that no. was the instrument at the time. <laughs> that like was when it. baseball was popping, they're like fucking organ. No, yeah. like no, nah, we're not gonna have somebody on the sat with Church, the sax. No black people, <laughs> organs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story we're sticking to it. Lord Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's oh, tough. That's... The organ shit lit. Fuck but, with it. But yeah, baseball definitely you could know it. No, I mean yeah. they did it before. Remember the uh, the riots in uh, Baltimore? Oh yeah. And they had to do the the Orioles White Sox game with no uh, crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, and they, I mean, and they're doing it with the Korean basketball, um, Korean baseball league now. I, I was watching the game last night, and I'm mm. like, okay, this is this feels normal. I'm, I have, I didn't watch. Like, I know they did a UFC event with no crowd, and I didn't watch it. And I'm curious because, um, for the one this weekend, I'm, you know, it's, I doubt there's gonna be any crowd either, or it's just gonna be like people. It's weird because it's just like you can hear the announcers. Mm. And at first, I thought something was wrong when I was watching the highlights of the last one they did, where it was like, um. Like, oh, a knockout, but then the crowd's silent. And I was like, oh, shit, is this, like, an upset? And then I was like, oh, right, there's no crowd. Like, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a little strange, but the thing that makes it weirder about this week is that it's a really big fight card. So, like, even if you're not a UFC fan or anything like that, like, I it's a really stacked card. So it's, uh, like, it's going to be strange to have such, like, highly touted bouts have no crowd. Mm-hmm. And I know some, like, you'll, you still have your coaches and stuff like that and the announcers. But, like, I wonder if they'll just be like, okay, since it's a big card, whatever, the people you came with, like, your team, just have them sit down and watch or some shit. Because mm. it's just, I don't know, it's, yeah. it's a little strange. It just kind of feels like it's just going to be a big sparring match. Like, just in a, yeah, in a practice. Yeah, but it's facility. just, like, it's, like, basically a lot of these other, um, a lot of the fights that got canceled, their main events and co-main events, they've put into this one. Mm. So it's, like, one of the, um, one of the, like, uh, the the fights on the main card was a main event that I was really looking forward to. So it's like now they're doing it that way. So I'm I'm excited for that sense. Yes, and Khabib was supposed to be fighting, but mm-hmm. he's stuck in Russia right now. So Dang. it's a different main event. Damn, but he's um, stuck it's, in Russia. Everything else is just fire. Like I, I'm shit. I don't want to pay for it, but the fact that it's going to be the only sporting event makes it seem like every Might stream go. is going to be trash. Yeah, I'll catch the highlights. <laughs> Dude, the, even the undercard, like the prelims, like which is gonna be free, like it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I probably watch that. I'll probably tune into that. Like I just, crazy. I don't know. I usually watch streams and shit. We gonna see. Yeah. Speaking of fighting, yo, I, I feel bad for for wrestling right now, man. They're going out. That now you want to talk about a sport that is oh, di- that's yeah. different with no crowd? Sport, sports entertainment. Yo, sports entertainment. <laughs> Sorry, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, I you know, WWE is like. You yeah. know, it's po- it's so it's super popular and I feel bad because growing up as a wrestling fan watching all these all these dudes and now it's like they like I mean they're having shit but uh, your viewership Rey Mysterio. Yeah, your 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 viewership is gonna is gonna go down with no crowd reaction. It's like that that's what makes it, you know, when they doing the intros, people saying what? What? Saying yes, yes, yes. Crazy. It's like it, it's so weird watching it. It's like it's kind of, you know, oddly dramatic. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It feels realer. Does it feel yeah. as much as a th- uh, yeah. like and even so it's like they're theatrical? having it they're having it in their facilities too. It's not mm-hmm. like they're they're traveling across, you know, they're going bad they're going out bad. Like they're saying that they might get bought by uh ESPN or Fox right now. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not feeling it, bro. I feel I feel terrible. Yeah, I mean I wish right now, like even when you guys are saying where it's like, Oh, like the NFL has time to like it's not supposed to be into the fall, but the fact that the NBA season was then ended, it's like I wish they can just put them like they're saying they're thinking about Disney World. Like I wish they can just do shit like that. Yeah. But it's just still not safe enough. 
You know what I mean? At what like, point? At what point? I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. John, but like, no, you're good. what do when when do they cancel the NBA season? When do they cancel that the 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 NHL season? I've been thinking about that because I'm like, we've talked about it. It's like I don't want them to cancel it, but it's it's fucking May already, man. If it gets to close to when NFL starts up, I think they cancel. There's no because there's no way they're gonna be able to compete with the NFL. Nobody can compete with the NFL except uh-huh. for maybe college football. But even then, but you know, you know what? They said that they might ca- cancel college football this year, and then if they did that, then the NFL would have some games on Saturdays, which would be great. That would be because then you can then you can give us four days of football a week. Yeah, which that would be, that which would be, be awesome. That would be great. Um. But I I think if this gets to July, if the league isn't started up by July, where then it's it's a dunion. Which which that sucks, and uh, like obviously it sucks, but it's like the reason why I keep thinking about it more is I'm thinking about all the players that we have in their prime now, or in even some of the later years of the prime that are losing a year like that. Like think about all the people that are going to be regarded as like greats or like great talents that we're currently watching, mm. and it's just like. Again, like as much as we talk about LeBron being in his prime when he was like villain LeBron, I still think of that as physical prime LeBron. I still don't think LeBron's prime is over just in the sense of like he's added everything like like basketball wise. Oh yeah, every every, he's capable of doing everything on the basketball court right now. That's my Mm -hmm. thing, and his and statistically he's still putting up great fucking numbers. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's like whenever someone's like, oh LeBron like in his prime. Like I just think when I think of Heat LeBron, I think of him physical prime in basketball sense. Now he's not in his physical prime, but he's still like basketball wise has just taken everything up like a notch. You know what I mean? Like people are talking about how washed he was when he had some of his highest point totals, like shit like that. But um like we we're losing a year of that, like we're losing year of Paul George, like all these people, like things like that. And um, I think the Clippers probably benefiting from this the most, honestly. Yeah, because they're always hurt. Because they always, yeah. about to say, and the same thing. Hurt. It's like KD and Clay. Like they're they have all this time to rest. Yeah. Now they can make they can make playing in the Olympics a reality at this point. Yeah. So you know, I kind of feel the opposite of it because only from the standpoint, if this happened in let's say January, mm-hmm. I'd probably agree with you in saying we're losing the year. But I think because we were so close to the end, I think we were only what three weeks yeah and this playoffs was gonna be so fun. so i think like yeah we just so i think it's like in the case like we got we were able to at least we were able to see a lot of these guys like i think i know you'd be really upset if it happened in like january and like what luca was doing you know this year at least we got to enjoy 66 of the 82 games something like that you know so so i i I understand what you're saying like we're losing especially i feel the person i feel the most bad for is uh like vince carter yeah, yeah. Uh, like him, like his farewell. It was supposed to be like his farewell tour going on, time, even though he's on the the Hawks. But yeah. you know, still we got robbed out of twelve more games of being able to see Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, so giving him an appropriate send off. Exactly. So I think in in, in that sense, it, it is definitely uh, upsetting. Uh, I think because we got so close to the end, I don't feel as upset about it. Yes, because your team's um, not in the playoffs. No, no, no. See, but I could because y'all are playing for wait, next wait, year. Wait, time out. We were in the playoffs because you guys, you guys are playing for next year. That's I, why I, you don't listen, care. listen, man. The Nets. I mean, they played the last game. Well, one of the last games of the season, and they beat. Um, they beat the Lakers. I, say, so I don't it, know. They I, was, they was looking. I all was right. lit. I was because the last. The, if if don't the encourage se- him. If they're, the season ends, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even know which year where my team is playing for. So I just gotta. You if know, the season ends now, just know that Spencer Dinwiddie ended the Lakers season. That's all that's hey, if if that's what happens, it happens. But and just know that someone's goat missed a layup in crunch time and someone else's favorite player missed a wide open three pointer at the buzzer. 
it is what it is. You know, I can't get traded this summer. Hey man, can't even say this summer because we don't know when the NBA offseason. They say this, still in a transaction freeze, bro. We this, don't even know this year, twenty twenty. Is there even going to be an offseason? Like, what's the offseason going to be like? Let's say the NBA does come back, and I know that they're going to be like a European offseason if they try and put it back like normal. Because I know they were thinking about people that don't know. What is the European offseason, John? It's like like a month. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, that's why Luca's like rookie year. He was like, yeah, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Um, let's see. I came basically from a game to the draft, and then I had to finish games after the draft, and then I had about six weeks, maybe. To get ready for the NBA, season. Oh, that's wild. Oh, like preseason, and all that shit. He basically had like, yeah, he had around a month off before preseason and all that shit. Yeah, man, they were trying to mess up with summer. <laughs> Facts. Nah, shout out to Scotty. They did say that the league would start if they were delayed a season to start around Christmas, which that's I fine. get. <laughs> which you know, yeah. people people were going crazy about. I'm like, well, let's not forget LeBron's first ring came in a season where the league started up December 21st. Around then, that was the lockout year. Yeah, that was the lockout year, and we we were okay. We mm-hmm. survived yeah. with forty one games. So yeah, that was fun, honestly. And I mean that to be honest, I prefer that because that lockout season was one of my favorite seasons to watch basketball. I was like, yo, this is lit because every game means more. Yep, it's just like if they shorten the baseball season. Like if this baseball season ends up being like sixty something games, that's gonna be lit because. Every game counts, and you're not gonna have days where the Yankees is like, all right, well, whatever. We're just you can't phone it in. Can't yeah. have a bad start. You, you, you can't. You can't have yeah. a bad start. You gotta. You know. You gotta be locked in the whole year. You know what I'm saying? So, I would personally, if they cut down the NBA season to just to make this one, you know, have a mm-hmm. have a have a resolution, then okay, that's fine with me. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, we were talking about that before too. Where we were like, um, I mean, the games don't really matter till after Christmas anyway. No one cares. Mm. Like it, it doesn't feel like the NBA season really gets started till after Christmas. Yep, we don't really so, have to worry about not even after the All Star till after the All Star break. Yeah, and we, and we don't have to worry about excessive load management. That's my that thing. Shit. That's what I'm mm. thinking about because with the less games and where every game means more, I low key feel like you won't be able to load manage to an extent, but then there are also, when you have more games like that, there's going to be your Kawhi's or Paul George's who are like, I need to rest. Yeah. And these games matter now, so I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So then my question is, do we have more injuries in that sense? Because these players who need to rest, you can't afford to rest them as much as you would because these games matter. Yeah, so but much. now you have to list the injuries anyway. So, mm-hmm. it's so you know, you can't, they're saying like, for for primetime games, for like, you know, if the Lakers played the Knicks and Kawhi was like, all right, I'm fucking with this load management, like, he would get fined. You know, he have to actually mm-hmm. have a have an in, a quote-unquote injury. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Never forget when they had Tim Duncan sitting out for old. Yeah. Shit crazy. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Different. They did that old, for Dirk, too. Old man. Yeah. Old, low, low management. All I'm saying was Dirk was averaging like 18, like a year and a half before his last year. Just sit out one game. What's the injury? Bunions. Okay, cool. Bunions. Yeah, I got bunions. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about fucking Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, I, I just think that load management is definitely, we definitely would see a decrease in that with a decreased season, especially when Kawhi's like, Shout damn. Shout to Dennis Rodman. Yeah, OD. Man, man, man just took a fucking weekend off. Said, fuck it. I'll see y'all niggas when I see y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I know someone else that took a vacation or wanted a vacation. In the anime, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. All right. Do you have any other things to cover? Anything you guys want to discuss? Those, yeah. those are some good questions, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Also, I just thought it was funny how that headline said, um, <laughs> it says states may have to shut down again. 
Yeah, like, should have never fucking opened. No, no, no. That's what, that's why. That's why. That's why I peeped. I was like, "What the fuck?" Now nah, because I saw a thing that said uh, Montana schools is about to reopen, or small schools, and I'm like, "Damn, for real." But so I mean, good. it's different. It's di- it's hitting different parts of the world differently. Say, Montana, are we even sure they have cases? Wait, talking about before we before we do this, do y'all want we, we y'all don't want to talk about Corona again? Do y'all or do we can? I don't. It's really up to y'all. Um, I mean, we could talk, and then if anything, I could just cut. But like, is there anything in particular you want to talk about? No. No, nothing, because I mean, I was just really wanted to talk about reopening, how that was gonna affect, like you know, how crowds and stuff was gonna be affected by that. Um, but nah, not really. To be honest, I think everything has been like kind of consistent. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the curve is obviously flattened already. It's just a matter of like you know when cases start to go back down, but mm-hmm. that's gonna be tough to really measure once. I mean, I mean, unless people staying inside, and we still you know, seeing like they were starting to relax the restrictions and shit. So. Ain't really nothing super worth talking about it, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like we should like when we have like a specific thing to talk about it with it, we should go into it. Yeah. What are you about to say? Cowboys signed a uh, backup quarterback this week. Um oh, that's right. a one Andrew Dalton. Um better known as Red Rocket. Sorry, three time Pro Bowl quarterback Andrew Dalton. Um Yeah, Dak's uh clock is ticking. And uh, I can't wait for week 10 to come, and Andrew Dalton is uh, the starting quarterback for the uh, the boys in blue. Miles, your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I, knew it was, I knew it was coming to me Wowzers. next. Nah, nah, bro. I mean, I don't. to be honest, I mean, it's a nice insurance policy. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Yeah, nah. It's a nice insurance policy. I don't think any Dalton will start at any point during the season unless that gets hurt, but, you know. Why yeah. not have a veteran quarterback as your as your backup? It's smart. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think he's gonna start. Same thing, unless he gets hurt. But uh, here co- here comes the but. I I think <laughs> I think if it comes down to paying him, they may use that as a reason not to. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this yeah. is this is definitely Jerry saying, like, "Yo, um, you're just you're don't you're getting too big for your britches there, boy." Honestly, I, I think that, yeah. that 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 definitely has a part in it because my man's just like. And I think it's like like he said last week. If uh, this man is not an MVP voting in the he gotta be towards man. the end of the season, he gotta be. Why are we paying? It got, him? It got to at least be debated. Might as well draft a quarterback and just play Andy Dalton with everything they got hey, now. I'm telling you, if they start this, let's say they start the season one and three, I promise you, nope. those whispers of Andy Dalton to start are gonna get a lot louder. Now nah, the media is gonna is gonna go crazy on them, but I mean it depends because you know if if Dak is killing, then I mean it, it won't it might not be his fault. It might be the defense for real. Like if he's oh, yeah. up, if he's putting up thirty a game and then you know the defense is just blowing it, nobody's gonna be saying Dak. But if Dak not out here giving giving niggas thirty every game, I don't know. It's not gonna it's, go, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be tough. If that offense averaging less than twenty points a game. I don't know. There's no way. I mean, this is, I, um, it, it, yeah, was, they they'll average more than 20 points a game against all the bad teams again, <laughs> except yeah, the Jets where they lost. I'm telling you, man, the you can't. Cowboys fans have no right to talk to me about anything because you had the two most embarrassing losses of the season, right? Oof. The loss of the Jets, the winless Jets, and it was Darnold's first game back from mono. Right? Boom. Then fast forward, you got embarrassed at home. On Thanksgiving to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, you can't you can't lose to those teams in those fashions at those time periods. 
and not feel some type of embarrassment. I would argue that the Jets had two more disappointing losses. But the Jets are They're a disappointing the Jets. team no, no, no. in general. No, 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 the no, Jets no, no, were no. Super Bowl contenders. Nah, you're right. The Jets were not supposed to be going to the through. We got Dak. We got Zeke. We got Amari <laughs> Cooper. Jason <laughs> Wynn. <Wait, laughs> what the Cowboys fans sound like? <laughs> we got back. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. Also, Vanda um, S on defense. All right, so so Vanda so, so, S. I'm dead. All right, so so what's the worst loss this season? You think the Cowboys losing to the Jets is a worse loss to the Jets losing to the to the winless Dolphins after beating the Cowboys? No, no. I think because of what <laughs> Dolphins beat. The I think Pats. I think the context the Pats, in in context, right? Yeah. The 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 Cowboys starting three and zero and being Super Bowl contenders. People already had them in the Super Bowl after three weeks losing to the Jets. Right. Then you fast forward to Thanksgiving. Right. Cowboys are still a playoff team, right? And losing at home. It's not even like they went on the road to play in Buffalo because playing on the road in Buffalo is tough regardless. Yeah. At home on Thanksgiving where the Cowboys are not supposed to lose, you get not even lose, embarrassed. I don't know. That's that's pretty – the Jets are going to jet. No, no matter what, mm-hmm. as a Jet fan, we already know, like, the Jets losing to the winless Dolphins was inevitable and losing to the winless Bengals was inevitable. That's just the Jets being the Jets. But you can't be a Super Bowl contender losing two teams like the Jets and the Bills the way you did. It gets rougher for the NFC East next season because you know who they play. Who? The AFC. They play AFC North next year. AFC North. Yes, they do. Yeah. Dang. John, y'all better not lose that game. John, I'm telling oh, you. John, <laughs> I swear you. to God, do not let the Cowboys. You don't know. let Dak outplay Lamar. Please because, don't let because, Dak outplay. Because y'all already know how I'm coming. I'm coming in. <laughs> that is blasphemous. I'm, co- I'm coming me. in this one, I, and, I, and I'm wasting it. I'm wasting it. I'm going to come in this just like, John. <laughs> John, <laughs> you done let a mid-quarterback <laughs> done beat the MVP. <laughs> Honestly, this is probably like, I, I hope this is like one of the reasons, this is most reason why I hope this should get to resolve, but I haven't been this excited for NFL season in a while. And it's not just because my team is good. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this is another thing where it's like the whole NFL is better and it's really just like I, I'm really excited for the season. Right. But um yeah, me and Jake are definitely going to that Birds uh Ravens game. That's what I'm And um yeah, we should try and go to that. Well yeah, we should try and go to the Giants one. I'm de- I'm definitely gonna see the Giants play a couple AFC North teams this year. But uh I'm yeah, gonna... it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I'd say the turnpike. I mean that you could see the Giants play it, it listen uh, Ravens I'm gonna go uh, see the I'm gonna go see the Giants play the, I, I definitely wanna go see the, the Giants this is assuming that fans will be allowed back in arenas yeah mm-hmm. but yeah the, the, I will go see the Dolphins I mean Dolphins Ravens I'll go see the Giants Ravens the um the Giants and Steelers cause I got mad friends that Steelers fans and uh I probably I, I still have I been to I'll go to the Giants Cowboys game hopefully bro it's like listen for the the worst division in the NFL last year, the the NFC least, like well, the AFC well. North had got like it, it was good. It got better, and we already talked about it. we're gonna see what Baker's really made of next year. Um, bro, they gotta be better. They gotta they, be at least they, ten. They, they, they gotta they no be excuse. at least ten and six this year, bro. But watch no out, excuse. yo, watch out for my boy Odell this season. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Send Odell to the Jets, please. Odell, Odell gonna have a career year this year. That's that pains me to say, but he's gonna, but mm-hmm. he's gonna have. And they a career they drafted year. a receiver, right? Or a tight end? Dude, no, they got Hooper. Uh, they got Hooper. Is they draft a receiver? I don't know what the Browns draft Maybe like. they, got, they, got, but... they got some O-line help. Because their first draft pick was an they O-lineman. Did. Yeah, and that's good. They drafted Baker a tight end. getting fucking wrecked. I think the problem was just with uh, 
David Njoku because they because dra- they signed Hooper and they drafted like a really a really good tight end. They drafted oh yeah, they drafted John Donovan Peoples Jones, but that was in the sixth round though. They drafted a tight end as well. Yeah, they got a lot of defensive help. They got they draft and they their second and third round picks was linebacker, D tackle, safety. So I feel like they filled the needs that they had to. Like I I feel they they can I still think they should sign Jason Peters, but um yeah. the AFC North is going to be better. Um, I just the 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 big question mark is who's going to be Ben's backup because he's going to get hurt again. Like he I, he his body is telling him to retire. Should have been Jalen Hurts, bro. Should have been Jalen fucking Hurts. <laughs> I, I, I I still can't believe the Eagles went and did that shit. But I mean, should have been it. Jameis. We all need it. We all need. Listen, could be Cam though. No. I want to say replace not Ben with Cam. Cam. Cam said he's only going somewhere he's going to start. Damn, that's tough. I know. Let's. What if Ben just happens to you know. Ben, what if they force little, little Ben into slip, retirement? Little slip tear, you know. Though, oh, I don't know. Tweak the hammy. I can't bit. believe Ben's coming back. I don't think he's gonna be the same. He's not. He's not. He should not come he, back at all. I don't think he's gonna be the same, dude. It's he basically like Tommy John. I right, mean, so, now he did have Tommy John. So let's wait out this year, right? Cam waits out this year. Ben's, Cam's, Cam's ben, mellow now. Oh my god! Ben leaves, and then in comes Cam. Cam Newton is Carmelo. That's See, here's the thing. Cam uh, Carmelo. Here's we should have seen it coming with the hats. No, no, here's the thing. We should have seen <laughs> it coming. <laughs> I don't like him from Syracuse. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. We should have seen it coming. Syracuse, Syracuse football's a curse. It was, it was written there. So was Florida football, but that's a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going there. Bro, all right. So here's the thing. I don't think Cam's getting blackballed. I just think there's just nowhere for him to go because he is a starter. But everybody has either their starter or they're trying to see if they have their starter. And if it was like Cam to the Bucks would be perfect, right? But Bucks obviously got Tom Brady. I think if Tom doesn't leave New England, Cam would be on Jaguars the Bucks potentially. Jaguars, but they, they, I, they, think they, 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 they I think they want to see what Minshew. I think they want to see what Minshew's got. Yeah, I'm about to say they're 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 about to start tanking. Bro, Leonard Fournette is dead ass available. So is fucking um uh, Ngwakwe. Mm. Ngakwe is gonna be harder to move. He's gonna be harder to move, but he's gonna get moved. Right. I, I can almost guarantee that that's gonna. I think he's gonna get moved from too. Greece. They two years ago they were a play away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. They were a Stephon Gilmore deflected pass away from the Super Bowl. Yep. And now they nobody from that like nobody from yeah, the defense. They have is bad, and they're they've been known to have bad management. Like oof, damn, it's rough. Tom Coughlin, sorry, bro. Yeah, it, I don't <laughs> think this. I don't him. think this is his fault. I mean, it's not his fault, nah, but I, I mean, he was the main nigga in management. Yeah. Dude, I wanna. I still okay. wanna. I want a Gakwe on my team so bad. We all do. Right. We all could use the end yeah. Gakwe. Hey, is Clowney gonna ever get signed? signed? <laughs> fucking no. We're they were talking about the fucking Brown signing him. That'd be the perfect place for him, just personality wise. It just makes so much sense. Brown's got too much. <laughs> now you got Clowney out here throwing elbows at the back of quarterbacks' necks, and you got Miles Garrett throwing helmets at the face of quarterbacks. I mean, it's just the perfect one. I'm to just thinking kingdom. about what that defense would look like, bro, because they just drafted fucking. Oh, bro, that that defense would be crazy. Oh my god, imagine you got Miles Garrett on one side, and fucking Clowney in the other. It's yeah, like, whoa, nah, it's, it, 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 it's 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 clip for that after that, bro. Hope it's, you have a good back. Up quarterback. <laughs> I need to correct myself real quick. I was thinking of Donovan McNabb, not Cam Newton. Oh. Cam Newton went to Auburn. Yes, yeah. That's what I was. I was like, because I, I know Cam was at. Florida I know he was first. somewhere else before. Auburn. I was like, dang, he he went from Syracuse to Florida to Auburn. Getting around, man. <laughs> but uh, McNabb was the name. In yeah, my the, brain. yeah, McNabb. Syracuse legend Donovan McNabb. McNabb. To to was at Syracuse too. Really? Yeah. 
I know that. Yeah, Tyrell Owens. I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check because everybody's looking at me sideways. I'm pretty sure he went to Syracuse. Dang, Syracuse had some talent come through there. I know. You also thought Sam Cassell was drafted the same year as Jordan. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I got I got to fact, fact check myself. There's a banner hanging up in Syracuse's, or, or it was hanging up in Syracuse's carrier dome before they took the roof off. That said, Jim Brown, best player ever. Oh, wrong again. Which he is. <laughs> Which he is. <laughs> He's the best. He's the greatest lacrosse player of all time. I was wrong again, y'all. Sorry. Uh, where, where well, what do you got? Chattanooga. I was say, aren't most of like the Hall of Fame wide receivers from like no name powerhouse, like no name football schools? Randy Moss went to Marshall. That I know for a fact. Yes, I don't. Chad Pennington, Jets legend. <laughs> oh, to think if he if his shoulder never gave out on him, man, boy, where are the Jets be? Ain't it crazy Get that he went, to, he, went, he, went to, he went to Miami and then and then beat y'all in a playoff mm-hmm. game, didn't he? Yeah, he, he ruined some dreams. It's okay because yeah. I was still I was still still a Jet fan. This is a pretty yeah. solid short list of actual. Well-known Syracuse football player. White Freeney, Tim Green, Tom McPherson. Marv- oh, Marvin Harrison? No way. Marvin what? Harrison, for real? And Chandler Jones? Oh, oh that's yeah. tough. Oh, shit. Y'all got some some homies that went there. Used to. And oh, Ernie Davis. <laughs> Dang, yo, they got some. That's some he- that's some heavy hitters. You're right. Chandler Jones and, and Marvin Harrison right yeah. there. I mean, that was, that was a Hall of Fame linebacker, Hall of Fame receiver. Dang. Jeez, man. That's yeah, tough. Syracuse, Syracuse doing it big. That's tough. Oh, and speaking of the Dolphins, man, RIP Don Shula. Show yeah. love. Mm-hmm. That's tough before my era, but you know, I something crazy. They said that uh, Don Shula during his like prime, he co- he coached against somebody that was coaching in the first year in the NFL, and from back in like the twenties, I guess a twenties person was coaching like later on, mm. and then he coached against Belichick and somebody else. So it's interesting. So yeah, Parcells too. So yeah, so it's like think about it. Like Bill still Bill still coaching. Yeah. Okay, he was he was the coach for that perfect uh, yeah. Dolphins team, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was him. Perfect is OD. Hey, you know who learned from him? John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. When he was working with the Eagles, he was like he was like a uh, a coach there. So, bro, we need Harbaugh. We need the other Harbaugh back in the NFL. He was tough. He 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 was going too soon, but once he realized he couldn't run shit his own way, it was it was clipped. He'd be a great rival. Yeah, good teams. I, I can't believe they like how how crazy is it that that you coached against your brother in the Super Bowl? That shit is so wild. Too. That's horrible. Crazy. Like as a parent, who do you root for? John, you probably know the actual story, but I'm just saying, like that's that's ridiculous. You root for whatever kid gives you the, gave you the best birthday gift. Just sit there in <laughs> silence. Right. It's yay. Go family. It's just crazy. <laughs> At the end of the day, boys, it doesn't matter. We're all why, winners. But I just want. It just feels like I kind of. Want the other Harbaugh to be the coach of the Eagles? Why the Eagles? Uh, that's just the first thing that came to mind, and just kind of feels right. Because they're both. Because it's another bird. No, I just feel like his personality. His personality definitely does fit, fit the with, Eagles. Yeah. Yes. Like I just feel like it would be right. But they're not getting rid of Doug anytime soon. Yeah, but if he if he becomes the coach of the Eagles, then he never beats the you'll never beat the Cowboys. Doug not going nowhere because he can't because he's the coach of Michigan and he can't beat Ohio State. <laughs> it's crazy what a Super Bowl ring will do for you, bro. It really is. I want one. About to say that's yeah, that's job one. security for a grip. Like oh, when, we what? should be having one next season. How long has Harbaugh been your coach? Thirteen years, something like that. Joe Flacco got drafted in 09. Yeah. Then uh, whenever Joe Flacco got drafted, so eleven. Is Harbaugh still the coach if he never if he never wins that ring? Probably. Today? If it, like so. if say, like like assuming they that he lost that of... Super Bowl. No, all right. Let's say he. Yeah, yeah. Let's say they don't 
They or how about this, right? If they don't go on that, if Joe Flacco doesn't go on that crazy run, right? And let's say you guys lose in divisional round, and everything else has been the same up until then. Has does he survive as coach, Probably. or do you think at some point they're like, "Hey, we need to switch it up"? I think um, if they never make a Super Bowl or they never make a conference championship, because you got to think they were in the conference championship the year before. Mm. So I think they probably would have gave him maybe another three years to make a Super Bowl, two or three. But if he doesn't make a Super Bowl, it's clipped. Super, Super Bowl basically guarantees you at least like five years. Right? About to say, yeah. bro, Doug won. I mean, well, it's still it's still kind of fresh the Eagles Super Bowl, but I mean, like, yeah, I think in that time, I think they've only missed. They haven't missed a playoff. You guys haven't missed a playoff that much. No, no, no. He's been consistent, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. He hasn't missed a playoff. But there's teams that that consistently go to the playoffs that, you know, switch it up at some point. Yeah, they almost got rid of him two years ago. Talking about Doug? No. Oh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Oh, I was about to say Doug. Doug Doug is going to be the Eagles coach for probably, shit, I don't know. I think his job is safe at least for, like, the next, like, I don't know. I just, like, how long does Pete Carroll have? I think Pete Carroll's a good coach, but... You know, how I long does I think he's fine? Isn't it crazy that the Pete, that Pete Carroll used to be the coach of the Jets long, long time ago? Long really? time. That, that yeah, like oh yeah, like the early nineties. He was the, the coach of the Jets for one season, and then he got fired after something. I and even what. him being the coach at USC feels like forever ago. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> like, he looked the same in all of the like <laughs> from from when he coached the Jets, from when he coached USC to now. Like he just aged. He he aged good. He got some Italian in him or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he aged. He hit the um, he hit that thing with older people where they just stopped aging at that old age. Like Morgan Freeman always been old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Speaking of old, why did why did Clyde why was Clyde Drexler like twenty eight looking like a fifty five year old? Because black he didn't. Man? If he shaved his head, he would have looked like Ray Allen. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Bro at was holding point, on for dear at some, life. Bro, at some point, bro, you gotta just give it <laughs> up. The fryer tuck out here, bro. <laughs> Yeah, nah. You look like an you look like extra on Sanford and Son. Oh my god! Yeah, nah, bro. The comb over is not a good look. The Uncle Phil, the bro. Carl Winslow, you go early, <laughs> bro. Going out sad and bad. I could keep. I could keep going too, bro. This is you bro. Know, like if you, you watch, if anybody that didn't know Clyde Drexler watched that Jordan doc and saw Jordan going up against Clyde Drexler, you'd think, dang, like Clyde was on the last his last leg. Yeah, like, nah, 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 he won a he championship four five years later, bro. Two, two championships. Bro was in his prime going up against Jordan, and you're like, "Damn, that old man." Jordan abused that old man, right? (laughs) Crazy. Oh boy, gotta love it. Yeah, I don't ever want to get old. That won't be fun. I'm planning on being a really fit old person. Yeah, me too. I don't want to get old though. I want to be able to beat my grandkids at basketball, then rub it in their face. Oh, I thought you were just leaving it to beat my grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Well then." Right. Hold on, my name's not Adrian Peterson. Calm down. Water. Oh. <laughs> oh. John beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> not bad either way. Though. That ain't right. Anything else? I think that's it. I think it's time for the ABCs. The ABCs. Let's do it. Damn, I hit the button already. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. I liked I liked the use of it though. I mean, yeah, Jones, was, was I, had to, I had to, I had to pull one out for my. Like, brother. I need you to come in if when the day after or the pot after. I'm dragging like the, it. I'm dragging. I'm with the cowboy hat. How do? Y'all really think? Nah, bro. I wouldn't do that because I don't like the Cowboys, bro. I just it's just if the Cowboys beat the Ravens next season, and and this is saying that like the only the only way it could happen, like where I would be okay, is if. The, the season the Cowboys just have like the greatest offense in history 
Like that's the only way I'd be like, all right, they're they're putting up historic numbers. I could live with it. I like how that's we said- the only scenario. Where I would be okay with the Ravens losing to the Cowboys next season. The funniest thing is when me and Miles just saying like, John, John, y'all better not lose. As if John could, has any. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 John, like I'm going to hit up Lamar. He'll like, Lamar like, yo, listen, bro. I know you on your MAGA shit right now. But, bro. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, listen, yo. If you lose, I'm going to get roasted on my podcast, bro. Just, like, uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll be as, bad. As, as if John has to go out there and throw those touchdowns. Right. Have, I would just text Matt. I'd be like, yo, I just need you to just cancel out the X button for a week and just add a tag button. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, can we have like a, a sound bite of just rain falling? <laughs> Dakota. Dakota rain. <laughs> Dakota rain. That shit would be funny. I'll find, I'll find somewhere in the pod be like, yo, just cut the sound bite of John of John saying, Dak is man. And then just, <laughs> just, just press it all episode. Oh, uh, boy. It's okay. Nah, bro. It's all right, bro. Fuck it. It is what it is. Can't even say I have any sympathy because we haven't lost to the, to the Cowboys in over 13 Dude, years. Dude, I just so can't I wait. I'm just... talk about it. We got better after the draft. And we were already good last year, so I'm excited. Yeah, no, no, it should be good. Um, yeah. I would, I would have not. I mean, so did the Cowboys. Cowboys got a little bit better, too. Yeah, but they were bad last year. They was. I mean. And they still have a mid-quarterback, so oof. can't relate. The lollipop organization loses to the Cowboys is what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't have to play them twice a year. Whatever. I feel the same way about the Dolphins. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Y'all really are probably going to split. We do it every year. Of course we're going to split. We're going to split every team. Talk about, didn't y'all lose twice to the Dolphins this year? No, no, we beat them. I beat them a second. Oh, yeah, I beat them yeah, a second. Time. Them a second yeah, time. yeah, I forgot. Y'all lost to the Bengals. That was the other disappointing loss y'all yeah. had. That was that tough. was that was arguably the, the the worst offense I've ever seen. And I, I'm like going, not even looking at and the. And he had Geno Smith. Geno Smith. I had David Fails. Like week three against the Eagles. Yep. And honestly, that Bengals game was awful. Because we had a healthy Sam Darnold. That Bengals game was so bad. Oh, my gosh. He's like pulling teeth watching this. this jet. That's the only thing that's stopping the Jets, honestly, is uh, Adam Gase. Yep. We shall see. He'll be, going, he'll be going by the end of next season unless the Jets Y'all could do with Harbaugh. That would be cool. I he like, could fit in New York. I, would, I wouldn't mind Harbaugh. Yeah. If the cool. Jets got John Harbaugh, oh, bro, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hear the end Jackie of it. Jackie's on Broadway, baby. Jim. Oh, Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. Just, just go with Jay. I just Sorry. go with Harbaugh and just Jay. And like, we all know who which Harbaugh we're talking about because it's not the mm-hmm. one that's employed. Context. Yeah. In the NFL. I mean, oh, okay. Well, so yeah, like, yeah. Harbaugh, yeah, we know what we're talking about. I mean, but if for some reason the the Ravens went 1-15, I don't think Harbaugh will have a job next year, though. That's not going to happen. I'm just saying. I think he would. I don't think so. 1-15? When was the last time the Ravens been that Is Lamar Never. hurt? Did Lamar get hurt? No. They just regressed. If if, if, they, if if we if, just regressed to one fifteen, that would be, everyone. Yeah, I was about better, to say fire everybody. He'll better fire hope. the ball boy. Fire the, the cheerleaders. You know who's about to be on a world tour? Bill Polian. <laughs> Bill Polian would go on a world tour if y'all went one in fifteen. You know who I could really see? Um, what I could really see happening is us like winning a Super Bowl, and then you guys hiring Wink Martindale. That's your OC, D defensive D's. coordinator. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think. The front office is going away from like defensive minded like guys, like because we've had a but like Rex to Tabos and it just hasn't. I really just don't know out. what I, like what the fuck is Greg Roman gonna do with Sam Darnold? Who knows? Who knows? All trust in Joe Douglas. All, right. All trust. Trust. <laughs> nah, that Trump pick will forever be great. Oh man, big trust. The jokes will always be there. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, All right. I love it. Let's do this. So, it's time for Anime Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, yeah, my bad. The past couple weeks, I keep forgetting to actually mention what episodes to watch. And uh, last week, instead of doing another three episodes, we just finished series. But um, basically, we could have just stopped every episode fucking 12 because episode 13 was kind of whack. Pointless. But um, the only reason why I feel it was that whack was because there was no second season. But anyway, if you don't know already, we have been watching um, Devil is a Part-Timer, which has been a nice little short one. It's been pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was fun. And uh, the ending did kind of make me want to look up things about the, the, the manga because uh, it seems like interesting and apparently it gets better and stuff like that. But um, we did finish the series, so we did episodes 10 through 13 for this week. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I would go do that now. And um, spoilers ahead and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'll open, open up to you guys. Any, any, any thoughts off, off the bat? I feel like there was way more in these last, like, three episodes than yeah. there was in, like, the first ten. Yep. Like, you saw there was a lot that came out, a lot that was revealed. I mean, um, Because there was a, a, a real antagonist. Too. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. And like I, it was, just, it was just it was all around great, 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 great flashbacks, mm-hmm. great current stuff. You know, action was fun. Action was action was great. Oh man! And you know what I th- I'm thinking though, right? They I don't know if this was their intent, but kind of like shining light on the perception of good and evil mm-hmm. and redemption. And I'm trying to think of like my first thought was like cancel culture. Yeah. So it's like how hard in episode 11 that Chichan was going for Mao's like trying to, you know, when Kazu Kamazuki was like, nah, he's got to die, oh, blah, blah. And Chichan was like, nah, he's a good guy. He did all this. And if he was bad, he wouldn't have done this and this and that. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, all right, well. And they both are trying to point out each other's flawed logic. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, all right, so like if somebody did something really problematic, like years ago, right? Like let's say in like 20, like how they bring up people's old tweets, right? Mm. Like in 2013, right? But everything else... blow up, that'll probably happen. At least... That'll happen. It's definitely happening to me. But I mean, I'm black, so I can say it. Oh, Um, okay. Heard it. (laughs) Anyways. um, But yeah, like if something happened like 2012, 2013, right? And everything up until... Up to now, right? That person's been doing great work, advocate for certain things, Mm -hmm. things like that. But their past gets brought up. How far or how long or how much does someone have to do to change the perception, or will that perception always be broken? So, like, Cosmos, yeah. he killed my family, he killed all these people, he will always be bad, no matter what he does for the rest of his life. And I feel like the the reason, like, and even to think about it, where it's like, even for me watching it, um, when she was like, yo, like, he's the reason, like, they destroyed my village, his armies and all this stuff, and then when she goes, well, did you ever meet him before then, or you just fought his armies? And then she's like, that's flawed logic, because the general takes responsibility. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, and I get that. But, for certain things, like, it's not his direct fault like it you know he caused the thing but like you can't blame him for something he could have just be like all right this conquest the battle things like that if it was any other army any other commander you know but um yeah it's it does put that into perspective and I, I i do like that aspect and i feel like that was definitely intentional like um the it wasn't just a redemption arc it's like you said it was flipping like morality in a sense where it's like you have so when you have such defined good and evil um them actually putting on his head where it's like, all right, everyone's like, oh, you still like him because of Satan? What does that make sense? How could a human do that? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. it's because like good and bad is not so black and gray. Black and white, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But also um, at the same time, it is to a sense because it's like, yeah, like the good things are good regardless and this person's mm-hmm. doing good things. So um, Shout out I do think- Lucifer, man. Yeah, turn around. I do think, um, like you said though, with cancel culture, I feel like 
it's uh we have to to be able to recognize growth. Mm, that's and the I thing. feel like that's the main issue with it. Mm. And especially when um other celebrities and things get brought up when they were like 13, things like that, mm. like where it's like, yo, I was probably an asshole when I was 13. And I know definitely like especially the way we talk and the things we were saying when we were all in like middle school is vastly different. So like, even going back like just to high school and even yeah. like maybe their first year in college like perceptions like, oh, i see sure. old facebook posts that come up and i'm like and Dang, what the heck was i thinking yeah i i feel the same way and um it's really like i remember when i did like an instagram like like got rid of a lot of old stuff on instagram and i was just like yo what is this <laughs> but, um like it, it's growth and i feel like the best example of that which isn't like shown often was um when kobe died and it was people still bringing up like his case. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, yeah, people brought up his case because he acknowledged that he didn't realize that that would be considered. And then he became like a women's rights advocate. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's growth. And that's something that people need to take more advantage of. And I feel like this uh, this show did do like do a good light showing that and making people think about that. The fact that, you know, thought about it off rip and brought it up. I was just listening to y'all. Go, to y'all was y'all yeah, had a good thing going. I didn't want you to like <laughs> no, no, turn no. to me and expect if, me to like. I was just. I just, you know. to, I just turned to you. I was expecting you to have thoughts. Like, oh no, nah, I mean, I sh- thought we were taking turns. Nah, oh, <laughs> just taking turns and shit now. All right, my bad, Dan. Uh, well, I mean, just kind of going off of the whole thing about cancel culture and shit. It's kind of crazy, like how how Satan really like turned the shit around, and it kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. Really, like he didn't understand human life until he became human himself, and then I guess that kind of put into perspective like how humans react and feel to certain things. You know, when you you know, especially being a the fucking king of the devils in a very meager kind of body, it definitely makes you uh, feel and you know live life a little bit different. You know, I think it took him, you know, shit working at McDonald's. And even though other people still thought he had this, you know, um, this thought of world conquest and like world domination, that wasn't even really his thoughts. He was just trying to like protect the people. And, you know, he kind of used his magic at all times to help out and shit. So, yeah, I mean, like he really just used his magic to to help. Yeah. Like they were talking about it. They were so worried. They're like, oh, he has these ulterior motives. You can't prove any of that. Like he has this giant plan. And the fact that she's like, yeah, you really think him working at this like, like fast food place is gonna lead him to taking over the world? Although that's like, what his on. plan was in, in the first episode, though. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Say, it was. and she that did, she plan. did spell it out. He was gonna use that to get connects and do all this, and then take over the world. Yeah, but realistically, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, she was like, "You just don't know anything about this world." Yep. And then he got some of his power back, and with that, I thought he was about to do some evil shit. But then he ended up being good. You know, you would have thought that like when he got that much power, if he you know, he had an opportunity to really just take over, but he didn't. And yeah. You know what was a waste? Ashia. Ashia getting his power back was that a waste. That was so funny. He put, he sat up in the hospital. I'm like, oh, yes. We're fine. But to see what Ashia is really about, nah. man pulled up at least <laughs> 25 like, minutes late. He was like, I'm here. And then he was like, why'd you even come? <laughs> Nobody like, was looking for you. He was like, why'd you even come? It's over. He was like, I went back home to get my cape and your cape. <laughs> we were going to look cool together. Now, nah. they really fit the jokes in. Like they pretty did. pretty well. Yeah. Even through all the intent. But I agree. Like it felt like everything happened because the first time there was a real antagonist. And I love how they flipped it where it's like there there's an angel here who's an antagonist. And the fact that where it's like, yo, there's no way you can think that this is something that'd be looked at as God's will yeah. because of all the like the when this is so blatantly evil, you're literally torturing me. Like things like that. And um it just goes back into the church where it's like is like 
things get strayed from the original intentions. And we've mm-hmm. talked about the church on multiple occasions in this, not even just over the show, but just in general. And um, it's like, how can you say you're being just or being godly when you do these things that have like that are just so blatantly wrong? I mean, how, who who would have thought an angel would be talking about a woman the way he talked about uh, Emmy? He's like, oh, you know, you're too uh, modest. Well, you're too flat chested. He's like, you're too flat chested. And he turned to Chichon and was like, now you. <laughs> hey there. Nah, nothing, I was like, nothing was crazier than the fucking monkey that jumped out at her. <clears throat> I feel like that always happens. Either monkey or a little kid. Yeah, the monkey jumped out at her. Mood, that was a mood, fucking, that was a mood yeah. It's okay. We've all been there. What? Was, oh, okay. What? I didn't, I didn't realize what you said at first. A mood? Yeah. yeah I thought mood. you said moon, and I was like, what? Oh, no. But I realized. But um, yeah, same thing in um in One Piece. <laughs> one of the characters is a kid. like, And then all the girls are like, oh, my God, like, he's an adorable kid, but he's mad pervy. And like all the guys yell at him because it's like he'll jump. And he'll be like, oh, like I'm scared or whatever. And then he'll just be like, his head will be in titties. <laughs> and he'll just give them the wild side eye like, yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of that kid from uh, My Hero. The, oh yeah, one yeah. of the balls on yeah. the head. <laughs> oh yeah, nah. but it's it was it was good. I, I liked how they they kind of refuted like how even an angel can be mm-hmm. seen as evil. Like you're destroying all this the buildings and stuff around you for what? My son's like, I really had to use all my magic to put everything back together. <laughs> yeah, but um, man was stressed. I like that. I just hate that. Like the it was a disappointing last episode, and oh, I I God. literally just feel like. It's just because there's no second anime I'm about season. to say, but, like, damn, they could have threw that in, like, the middle, like... Ugh, was it just set waste. up for, like... It just sets up for a second yeah, it season. Yeah, something It's like, up. all right, so now we're going to see... Mm-hmm. Now it's everybody's living in the regular human mm-hmm. world, right? But here's the thing, right? And so it he, seems like um, Emmy's finally coming around. So your prediction was wrong. Yeah. Also, the, um, the, the light novels and the manga are still ongoing, so... Oh, so I'm gonna check that out then. Yeah, that's that's how I feel too. I might I might check it. I think they said you could start at the volume three of the light novel. There are a couple differences, but that's like the best place to start when you finish it. Right. I was looking it up because I was curious too. But um, and the fact that it's ongoing means that there may be a chance for a second season if it picks up like cult fame or something. But I don't know. I hope. Oh yeah. man, I, I enjoyed it. But if he had enough power, you know, I saw, when he, if he had enough power to open the gate to throw, uh, cereal back. Why didn't they all just go through? Because he didn't want to go and back. And clearly he didn't, like, as we find out. Oh, later, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ends up in the freezer. Yeah. A serial one in, in human form is wicked. I mean, he's out here. Is it? My man's a masochist. I'm not going to lie, bro. When they was fighting, um, what I said they, when, um, what's the name of the dude with the blue hair? Serial. He's serial. Serial. When, when he was fighting um, Amelia or Emmy, whatever, reminded me of fucking Team Rocket. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, James. <laughs> See, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, this is mad weird. I guess because like the the long ass red hair and then the, yeah, the way and that the blue hair he was. He has hair like um James. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" This is this is trippy. I was also a little smacked watching this shit. So I was like, "Why am I thinking about Pokemon?" And then that led me to think that this show is. You all ever see the show Drawn Together? Yeah, I was like thinking. Oh that drawn my together. god! I haven't, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. I was thinking like, yo, this is kind of like drawn together just without the fucking uh, confessionals. I'm like, why am I? <laughs> I don't know where, where the fuck my head was going with this, but yeah, it was just very uh, so interesting. Oh, I'm kind of thinking like, if there was a second season, like how would he ever get acclimated to like regular world or like how life works? So like, obviously, right? Who serial or no? Um. Uh, Mao? Mao. I feel like he is acclimated to the normal. But he doesn't, I mean, I mean, in terms of like social, like 
social wise. Oh, like picking up on the like cues picking up on cues. Like G? he he thinks of everything in literally like just a work sense, yeah. or like commanding like, an army type sense. Old girl, old girl came through. She she picked out that outfit. Had to have spent at least an hour looking. All right, what outfit I'm gonna get? She was plotting. She yeah, heard that he got out, bro. Now, nah, how funny was that though? When they're in the locker room. <laughs> Emmy turns around, here comes Chichon. And as soon as it's the picture of the, you know, the TDs on the screen and a Mao, two pounder burgers. <laughs> yeah, that's just jokes. <laughs> and they was, just conveniently just. I was like, switch. you look mad cute too. And I was like, two regular. Like, <laughs> like two regular. They're like, you're 16, right? She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that. And then um, when I think when Mao made a joke where he was like, you like called her flat chested. And he was like, now's not the time to get angry. He's just like, no, this is a very serious thing he's talking about. <laughs> like, bro, that's just Suki jokes. coming out the, the of the changing room in the traditional oh my Japanese <laughs> swimsuit. Bro, I was saying, I was saying, I was with like, the goggles and everything. I was like, bro, yo, how she wrapped on her head? I was crying. The other joys got bikinis on. I was looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah. At least they got her some sort of swimsuit later, but that's just yeah. jokes. Them yeah. in the haunted house. <laughs> Chichon was, was gone. And they're like, yo, this is. What are you talking about? Like, bro, we, we fight, we fight real demons. demons. Like, like, it ain't nothing. Then the little scared. girl. Yeah, bro. That was a little That was actually though. creepy. Was I knew creepy. it was like a trick, but I, was, I wasn't expecting. I thought she was just going to turn around and look crazy. And I was like, okay. See, I thought but it that was, shit off the roof? I thought it was the robot. And I thought it when it started doing like the mommy gone, mm-hmm. I thought it m- was malfunctioning. Mm-hmm, and they were going to laugh at it. Then they looked up. I was like, oh, oh. mom's here. That was freaky. <laughs> they went, who thinks of this shit? Animation is pretty dope in here. It's like, y'all fight demons, huh? And then Suki explaining how she, uh, uh, what do you call it, ate lizard? Yeah. And she's like, you almost told him about Ente Island. I, she, thought, I thought she already knew no knew about Ente Island. She did, but, but she, she just doesn't know Suki. Susan, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I thought, um, I was thinking the way, I was like, either there's going to be a second season or a movie, and it made more sense for it. It's like, all right, one season, once I'll have a movie or something like that. And yes. usually in a movie, I'll get enough hype to get a second season, but... Shit, I want something. Yeah. Like it would have been cool. Like imagine they have some somehow end up having um, Chi end up going to like Ante Isla and stuff like that. I mean, we gotta confront the church. Like the church is out here big wilding. Yeah, and they're like, and then fucking Oba. They can't just drop the the other faction on us like for two seconds. And I just, didn't even like, think Oba was coming back. Me either. I was like, damn, like he was in the hospital this whole time mm-hmm. under police surveillance. Yeah, Bruh. shit, crazy. Like the Allied Night Force, like. So they're the rivals of the church. They're like the, they're the extremists of the church. The Allied Night Force. I thought they were just like two separate things because they were talking about like, oh, no, the no, church I'm thinking the Inquisition is like the extremists. Yeah, the, the Inquisition church, is, yeah. yeah. The Allied Night Force, um, they're like the rivals to the church, but they fight. Because they remember in the meeting, they were talking about like, oh, we should give, should we give the church some helpers? And they're like, nah, let's just, uh, they're going to get destroyed regardless. They're going to get destroyed regardless. Let's just say, oh, <laughs> Your ch- your precious church couldn't win you one battle. Yeah. Your church. I was kind of I was kind of wishing for Suzuno to actually like straight up like fight Maldo. Like I was really waiting mm-hmm. for that. Like I kind of wanted I, I kind of wanted just to see it and like what would happen, how he would react. Some Mal just needed some powers, bro. Yeah, that shit would have been. Uh, she was mad funny. He was like, she's like, wait, why are you getting dressed? He's like, you don't notice because you don't have a job. <laughs> these uniforms are all alone. Bro, I love how they just, they, they do it so well. They yeah. just mix in that, the, the, the humor. Yeah, the humor is, is like, fitting really well. Like, it, they did a good job, like, writing it, man. Like, translating it and everything and fitting it for it. it really well done. It's like, kind of funny, the modesty of, like, characters, right? So even she, like, even she started blushing. And it's like, you wouldn't even think her, like, being such a, mm-hmm. you know, 
stone cold killer and you know something like that yeah. getting like embarrassed about i also think that's chest. that's the, the the like japanese culture the normal japanese culture coming out in it where it's like oh my god it's so embarrassing Damn. Uh, yeah yeah no just, he's like don't look at me he's like what are you talking about and then when he's holding he's like yeah your shirt's open by the way uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like i didn't ask you to save me well you would have died without yeah. me so i don't know i mean yeah. emmy be going out sad sometimes because what do you call it even even mal knew from jump uh what sue what type of times he was on? He was yeah. like, "Yeah, some girl coming in and make taking care of three dudes." Like, yeah, what? So I was like, yeah, like "What kind so of?" So I was like, "This girl moves in next to three bachelors and just makes food all the time. Something is Something's up." up. Talking about some, how did you know? <laughs> this is crazy. How did you know? Oh man, and I still want answers about the landlady. Oh man, she's just... right because she knows who they are. Yeah, she, she knows her from NTS. I need answers about her. Yo, the fact that homie really, she really sent all of that shit just for them to sell was like that's just nutty. She was like, all right, fuck, I guess that's what we doing. She's great. <laughs> My son Lucifer was like, how can anyone wear a bikini like this? And then she was like, well, it fits normal to me. Like, He's like, nah, you get the side. He's like, you could fit like two of you in there, Emmy. <laughs> Wait, time out. So what was up with fucking Ashia and his fucking stomach issues? Because he was like, his shit was bad, I think bro. Just... Um, I think it was uh, when Lucifer was like, they the, there was some celestial force or whatever in it, and it was okay. fucking with him. Oh. And part of the reason why I think Lucifer was able to handle it is because Lucifer came from heaven. Okay. Because when he went to go eat the fish, and he was like, oh, it still smells kind of celestial forcey, but. Well, that was a good joke, too. Yeah. Like how like they were explaining like how oh yeah we've been knew that what yeah. type of time she was on and the next scene is him going in the fridge oh what did she make today damn it smells like a lot of celestial for so well yeah because because like, um that's how I think because when um it was like oh the number you did on Asia where it was like yeah, he, he couldn't handle to, yeah. it yeah I saw Asia was going out Sam my man had to go to the whole my hospital. had the runs <laughs> the bubble cuts yeah, he had it for like, days he was what? confined to the, <laughs> it was like two episodes I'm like shit bro this is really <laughs> fucked up. You're just mad. Everyone's going about their business. You just hear him in the bathroom dying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how about the fact that Lucifer prefers being a shunin than no, being in heaven? Way. That's crazy. My he was like, was like, my heaven, heaven is a one is a one bedroom, one second bath, floor apartment, second floor apartment. Like, dang, that's terrible. But someone's like, he's about. He's like, listen, I just like being on a computer all day, dog. Live my best life. I feel it, man. That computer. What is that called? It a neat. Yeah. It's like um, it's not a slur, obviously, but it's like yeah, it's like calling someone a name. It's like uh, remember it's a, when people say uh, narp, narp. Okay. But mm-hmm. like in like gym class. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Not a funny regular person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember the actual like meaning of it though. So let's look it up. What a narp or a neat? Neat. neat. Non existential, I don't know, exit terrestrial. Well, the normal thing is not in education, employment, or training. Not in education, entertainment, and training. Wait, say that again. Yeah, what? say that one more time. It's an acronym. So, the, the like the real thing is it's an acronym from sociologists and it stands for not in education, employment, or training. But, like, in Damn. Japanese culture, it's like an insult. No. I, I actually that makes a, that makes yeah. a lot of sense for it's Japanese like, culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're like train, but young people have started to use it as a term for bums or layabouts of no future. Oh wow! So I guess so. Lucifer, because <laughs> yeah. remember they used to call um, Cosmo that too. Oh yeah, uh, I gotta love it. And oh, they were, wow. and it makes sense because when he was, they did call Cosmo that. Wow, <laughs> I'm yeah. just putting that together. Wow. And it's like when he was in Japan, he literally would just play video games and be in his room all day. So it wasn't like he was going to school and shit. It's okay. We still we still bangs with the Cosmos. Yeah, we still bangs with uh, one of my favorite characters. Kind of sure. weird saying 
you know, I like Lucifer because like yeah. I don't like Lucifer, but like the character in the show. But I like I this Lucifer. Like, yeah, yeah, like that the that one. Yeah. Mouse, the animated man. one. I fuck with. I fuck with. Mouse. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was super dope. I like the way um it really makes you rethink all your like conventional it ideas does. you have of these characters and stuff like that. It's definitely like, uh this was like for a show that definitely it's still I feel like it still was a palate cleanser and it's a lot um like funny and like things like that and a lighter story for like most of it. They got their jokes off. There's a uh, yeah like it the, there's definitely some layers to it. Like I get like. Shout out to Ryan again. Hit me up when he was like, "It's re- it's done really well," and it's like I I see it. Like I definitely see it. I say like the the one joke with the uh, the girl that's communicating with uh, Emmy. She's like, "Oh no, I have some other bad news too." What? I'm putting on some weight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just it's great. I like yeah. it. No, it was, it was dope. So um, who we uh, who, who we pouring it out for? Damn, wait, talking about this one, we nobody uh, died. Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. No, it's the every time we finish the series. Yeah, but don't. Oh, yeah. Pour one out. Uh, hmm. If you guys gotta think, I got, I got mine. I, I, I got one. All right, go ahead. All right, so I'm gonna pour one out for the McDonald, the uh, not McDonald's. Sorry, the McRonald's manager that wasn't. Um, I forgot what the fuck her name was. Something like okay. Some. I think it was Kisame. Something, like something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Is that, I, isn't that, isn't I, that the shark in Naruto? That is. That's, <laughs> I fuck, and yeah, that's it. The shark in Naruto? That, that, no, 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 no. That was that's your whole. You're pointing out is that you'd fuck? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, all right. I was gonna pour it out for Chi because as hard as she tries, my son Mal just not picking up what she putting down. Wham, wham. She, she, she's more she, ways she, than one. My son really was out here like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh my god, he came to save me, and she's like, yeah, like you're an important part of my crew at work. Like, what'd you expect? My son couldn't be like, oh man, like I care about you. Like we're friends. Uh, him bro. calling her an underling was hilarious. Under, right. Bro, yeah, she's really right. just like, every time she does, she's like, I should have thought better. And like the way her <laughs> eyes change, she's like, yep, I, I should have known. There yeah. was no better rejection than when uh, uh, Subaru d- dubbed Rem. That was better? Like, yeah. Better? Is that better? Yeah. Or worse. Well, better I mean, like that, like. Terrible, Kenny. Just terrible. Trying to think. All right. Well, I guess it would be better. But at the same time, it's worse because like she got she <laughs> yeah, got dubbed in a crazy ass way. Yeah, but there's still there's still a chance for like Mal coming around and realizing her importance or like yes. how much he cares about her. So, Rem had no chance because yeah. my son Subaru was like, "I love you like a friend." Like I don't even know if he he, 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 he doesn't even he got killed for that. He's shit. like I oof, that that's how it should, that's how that episode should have ended was when he <laughs> when he goes. I love Amelia. She just like snaps his neck. He's like, I wish she did. Yeah, but um, how how a woman gonna profess her love to you and say, yeah, I wouldn't mind having your babies and everything like that and everything. A woman that you like, you're attracted to, and who literally died on multiple occasions for you. Crazy. I hate this. I hate this so much, man. Bruh. All right, dang. John kind of took my poor one out because I was gonna go for Cheech on. You can still, you, you can still it. pour yeah, out. Okay, yeah, just have a reason. Yeah, yeah. All right, I will pour one. Out. Yeah, I pour one out for uh for Chi Chi Ho Chan um or Chi Ho Dono as a uh, Su- Su- Suki keeps uh saying. Chi Dono. Chi Dono. Yeah, that. Uh, just being a down ass bitch because everybody needs a girl wow. like that. Uh, like I like I don't know anybody that fights for their man like how Chi fights for. For Mao, that was she was uh, she was really going ready to go up against people that she knew could snap her neck in an instant. It's like, nah, don't yeah. erase my memory. I don't want to. I don't want to forget. 
Yeah. But I, I like how I like how she kept the whole. Even though Sue was on, you know, the opposite side of her, she was like, no, but like, don't worry, remember because I don't want to forget our friendship. Yeah, like n- screw Mal, like oh, we have a great friendship too. Like I don't want to forget that you guys have been so so great. Mm-hmm. And that's when Mal was. He was there. He was like, see, and like you made it hard on yourself because you made friends. Mm-hmm. Now you see what happened, man. But yeah, she, yeah. I want to say yeah, everybody in it. As Miles said, he said the the boss lady get it. Everybody could, except for Chichan. I wouldn't touch uh, Emmy. Nah, no, you so you said it, you so, so you said love. you said Chichan could get it. No, I said everybody except Chichan. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 only only because nah, yeah, only because we're you know anti lollycon over here. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was about to say because if you said you know Chichan could get, I'm Justin you're crossing <laughs> some uh, R Kelly, but then it. Could. <laughs> There must be a lot of R. Kelly's in Japan, bro. That's all I'm saying. Cause this is seem, it seems like a normal thing. I'm just saying, like, why is every teenage girl like everybody with big titties like just 15 or 16? Like, why can't you just make them 18? How come she couldn't just be someone in college? It's weird. It's a lot of sh- weird shit going on, bro. Like, you could have bumped the age up two years, I'm had not- her at the lo- local university, and the story would have not changed at all. I'm not gonna. I don't have things to say. I don't know enough about their culture and why things are like that. So, oh, all right, John trying to cover his ass two years down the line. PC. Yeah, this yep. is this is what's gonna get me out of here. Tell no, me. I'm not. <laughs> Generally, I don't care that much about the PC. But um, <laughs> I'm about to say, I just John like is definitely one of the least PC people I yeah, know. Yeah, I just, I just don't know because my thing is it happens so much that I just. Like I like is the age of consent for them like lower like is that why technically like, sixteen is supposed to be consent right in certain states yeah but I don't know because there's certain states that have it fifteen which is just ridiculous uh, but, but I did see something on Twitter a while ago where they were talking about that where it was a anime artist or whatever and he's like oh why'd you stop and he was like it felt like everything just became super lolly and like I don't get it and then someone um I remember someone quoted that tweet and they were like yeah like since when is this and it was like a younger anime character and it was like more attractive than this and it was like a anime character that they made attractive but you could definitely tell it was older mm. and I was like that's a good point but um when we get to another um another series that's on my top five at some point there's a character in the second season that's um uh, like they keep calling her loudly and they'll make jokes about it the same show where I learned that um hentai just meant pervert Oh yeah, they said it in uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like uh, the 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 show that I first learned that in that second season, they just call her like, "Oh my god!" Like you fulfill like lolly fantasies or whatever because she's actually like twenty eight, but she just looks mad young. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> well, you just said, mm, mm. I I just said, mm. oh wow. <laughs> Listen, the way you didn't just go, mm-hmm. wow. there, there was so now we're judging my. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Any other closing thoughts on this one? Um. I'd I'd be interested to see if like more people come to this world. Like if mm-hmm. Emmy has like her two compadres come through, what happens if they end up going back yeah. to Enta Isle? Like how will like will Mao's thing change? Like will he stop the conquest, right? Mm-hmm. What about his ge- other three generals? Like will they come back? You yep. know? It's just uh it's only two there's left. only two left. Two left. Two left. After mm-hmm. Lucifer and Ashio, there's there's Dude. two more. Oh yeah, Ashi was a general, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, so the other two, like, what would Emmy be like if she goes back? What would uh, Sue be like with the Inquisition going back? Like, there's a lot of. If they went back, would it be possible? Are to you bring? interesting in reading it? Probably will. Yeah, I kind of am too. Like, would would um, what's her face go? Would would Chicha would would Chichon somehow mm-hmm. go back to that world? Like, mm-hmm. like the difference between like humans and in, in that world and humans in this world is very interesting. Yeah. 
there's a lot of lot of things i I feel the same like i I do kind of want more to the story like it's a really good world that they've kind of created here you know what's weird though i feel like the concepts of human world and then like and on into island here is like pretty similar. It just feels mm-hmm. like it's just like medieval compared yeah, to medieval, like a, yeah, medieval, yeah. But like the concepts of like love and like hate and all that should still be the same. That's oh, for sure. That's in every, yeah, area, that's though. life. Yeah. But it's just, um, I mean, I'm more so interested that if he goes back, how much living in the human world would have changed him. That's what I'm curious about. Because if they go back and him and Emmy are like cool by the time they get back, she ends up forgiving him in some sense or seeing the difference or he's like out here and does something to be like, I, I regret my actions, like things like that. Like I understand now. And then if they go back, like in my head, they go back and then they take on the church. They take yeah, on the corrupt be, part of the church. Yeah. yeah together. Guys, we formed an alliance. Yeah. Uh, it's like when Hulk Hogan joined the... Um, NWO. Yep. <laughs> Talk. Like, oh my god, what's Hogan doing? Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. But yeah, it's uh it's pretty good. Pretty cool. I like the wrestling references. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. You got any final thoughts? I'm ready for the next one, bro. Yes. And the next show we will be doing. Matt, you should do it too. It's so fucking good. Um, we're gonna do Rising of a Shield Hero, which um was definitely one of the most popular ones last year. Um, really, really fucking good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, just it's another Isekai one, and how many seasons? One so far. Oh, one so far. Yeah, okay. that's not bad. It was uh, it was new last year, so it's twenty four episodes, and um, I think a movie's supposed to be coming out, and we'll do another. We'll do three episodes to start. I feel like that's just been a good way to move through it. It seems like most animes are a multiple of three episodes or close to it, mm-hmm. but um, you know, generally with the ones that I've watched before, I try and do it with storylines to make mm-hmm. sense on the cutoffs so we'll start out with three if i feel like the story's moving differently or it's just not working i'll switch it but for next week just watch rising of a shield hero episodes one through three and that's what we will discuss it's on crunchyroll i'm sure it's on um hulu and other stuff like i said it was really really popular last year so yeah i guess that is all we got for today you guys got anything anything else you want to discuss anything at all look closing thoughts on life i don't know um well as always, just make sure you have social distancing. I know it's getting better in some areas of America, but just make sure, you know, masks and gloves everywhere y'all go. Um, yeah, God bless. All right, that's cool. He outroed when that wasn't what I was asking, but it's all right. Oh, I didn't um, know what you, you... Oh, I thought you asked if we had any yeah, fun, anything else to talk about. Oh, and this, like oh, just in the, po- in the, in the yeah, pod? In no, the I mean, I thought, we was, I thought that okay. was it's you. It's okay. It's okay. You just don't need to do it later. It's all right. All right, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, with that... This has been episode 39 of the Saratopi Sports Pod. And thank you guys for listening. Follow us at Saratopi Sports everywhere. You know the vibes. Tell a friend. Tell a friend and tell a friend. And just thank you guys. JT. Uh, as always, tip your uh, delivery drivers. And uh, you stay classy, San Diego. Catch y'all next week.